I don't care if you've been trying to open up your can of whoop-ass twisted tea. All night, if you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times of Fitting. I'm your host, Cthulhu Punish, coming to you live and direct on the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that big shit on my left. Itch. You don't have to. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Got the twisted tea in his hand. On my far right, engineering on the one to two show for the on three post Kratos. The Rona on its finale tour is coming out like Ike Turner for all the people who are talking shit against it. I'm just saying, y'all know who you are. You catching it now? <laughs> Let them know. Uh, in the middle, we got all this in the world on danger. Life is good, but it could be better. <laughs> uh, and then, last but not least, I think we got uh, your boy Blue. Yo, you know I keep that thing on me. Oh, he's got it too. Oh, <laughs> got to <laughs> Goddamn stitch. <laughs> <laughs> he stepped on your shit. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, listener of the week would be Anthony. Thank you very much for listening. We had a pretty good week uh, these past seven days um, as far as, like, the podcast goes, which is great. And first in the chat would be my boy Mike. So, very thank nice. you very much for joining, Mike. We appreciate it. Good shit. Uh, and we, uh, yeah, so we are live. We got the little notification. We're all good. Yeah, we are good. Good shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Oban. <laughs> what, is, what is that? O- Oban 14. Shit's expensive now. Ooh. They used to be like reasonable. Ooh. But now it's like. Did you get it from Costco? Yeah, I th- I, I'm pretty sure the price went up because I, I Instacarted it. Maybe that's why. It was like $74 or 70 <laughs> or 80 bucks, something like that. It didn't used to be that expensive from what I remember. For those not in the know or on the audio only, tell us about Oban. Oban 14 Woo. is a really good um, whiskey. It's a single malt scotch whiskey. So it's really good, for, especially for the price. Um, even, even at $80, it's still the way it tastes. The value it's worth it. There. Yeah, it's, it's well worth it. So if you ever get a chance um, to get a decent you know, whiskey, uh, check out Oban 14. You can find it at pretty much any Costco nowadays um, for a reasonable cost. And like I said, uh, if you're not used to whiskey and scotch and all that shit, just try this one out first, and you'll probably like it. Yeah, it's actually oh, it's so good. Actually, they have it at Whole Foods. Oh. I saw it on sale at Whole Foods for yeah. $44. I was like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, I'm not sure if Whole Foods has 14, though. I think it's another a different number. Um, I don't remember. I mean, the other numbers that I saw are a lot more expensive. It goes from 80 bucks to 180 bucks. Yeah. Depending on the year. Yeah, so I think this one was I think this one's aged by fourteen years. I, I'm pretty sure it was in the barrel for fourteen years. Um, if you ever if you get it, um, pour it and then let it breathe for a little while. Um, I learned this from uh, uh, what do I call him on here? John. Oh, I'll just call him John. He's been on the podcast okay. before. Um, he's the guy who made Love and Warren, and he's the one who really upped my game on on whiskey in general. He had some really rare shit. And yeah, if you let it breathe for a little while, it, it really makes a difference. We gotta Dude, have him he, back. He got, he got this for me. Um, it's uh, fuck. What is it? It's empty. Yeah, it's <laughs> Blanton's. Blanton's gold, it's, isn't it? Uh, Blanton's uh, golden edition, yeah. and like it's like limited edition. The thing was like a hundred and something dollars, but it was fucking delicious. Yeah, he brought some. Uh, he brought some Japanese whiskey. Yeah. And holy shit, one shot of that shit almost knocked me on my ass. I was like, holy shit, nigga from the barrel. He can't. He came in with like a little suitcase, like he was a traveling whiskey man or something. He yeah. brought a bunch of, because we were doing that. It was, it was one of our cigar nights, and he brought a bunch of whiskeys. It was, it was, it was crazy. Is that Grand Apple Berry? Yeah, it's a beer. <laughs> wow. 
It's a fruit. Hey, yeah, did you see that? Twenty um, First Amendment's got a a hell in high water using um, I think cranberries. Was it cranberries? They have one with using mangoes, but they have another one they just released for the wintertime, and I think it was cranberry. It was some fruit, but uh, I might get in and try it out. But uh, yo, the sweet tea, or this, this twisted tea is actually pretty damn good. <laughs> What's the alcohol content? Uh, 5%. So if someone were to call you the N-word right now, how many times would it say it for you to whip their ass with that with that can? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Think about five times. Bruh. So if y'all are not familiar with like the Twisted Tea thing, there was a, a video that's going around of this dude. There was two dudes at a some liquor store somewhere, and mm-hmm. this guy was checking. A black guy was checking out. Everybody in the place had a mask on except for the guy that was actually checking out. The, the black guy was in the, in the line, and this white dude with no mask on kept calling this dude. Just kept liberally using the N word as if it's appropriate to use around anybody, much less a black person. And mm-hmm. he kept talking about where you from, N word. Where you from, N word, N word, N word. I'm from around the corner. I can walk home right now. Blah, 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 blah. Kept talking that shit. Didn't know that he found the, found the wrong dude. All right. So there's sure old, this dude. He tried to do like a flip of the can. Mm-hmm. He dropped it. It's all right, though. He redeemed himself in a minute. He dropped the can, picked it up as the dude tried to kick it from him. He's like, what you going to do? And he's like, all right, I'm just going to give you this twisted tea. Slapped upside his fucking face and busted his ass. And then that's usually where the video stops. That's not where the ass whooping stops. There's more. Right? He kept whooping his ass for a good minute. For a good minute, yep. so he knew that he fucked up the wrong one, and I'm, you know, yep. I, I'm usually, um, I don't like people using violence a lot anymore. But I mean, the guy went way past like a reasonable, like if he had, if he had said the n word once or twice and he whipped his ass, I'd have been like, all right, but this guy must well, have said at least fifteen times. Well, the, but the biggest thing for me was the white guy was drunk as hell, or, or high and drunk or whatever. And then he he said, I want you to hit me. What you gonna do? Well, hit me. Okay. And when he when he hit him with that can, it was like he he hit him with a fucking water balloon. That guy didn't catch <laughs> that said exploded. God damn. But yeah, that's I, I wonder if um the sweet tea they, they tweeted out they didn't tweet out about the incident, but they tweeted out about how like oh like they had like a welcoming mat or something like that. Like a you know, sweet we have the sweet tea here or something like that. And the people who were commenting on that shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh man, the memes were off the chain. Yeah, man. I, I I love the fact that uh they they the uh twisted tea, they went viral basically. <laughs> like no fault of their own because they were in this video. And you know, it, everybody saw it. People are buying twisted tea. <laughs> you know what I mean? These two dudes bought it. Keeping that thing on them. You know, it, it's just fun. It's like the polar opposite of the uh, skateboarding uh, Fleetwood Mac guy with the uh, the cranberry oh, so, uh, juice. Oh, right. oh my yeah. God! Have you seen the war? So there's a War and Peace meme, That's a good one. right? Yeah. So the yeah. cranberry juice is peace, and then the uh, the twisted tea is war. Yeah. It's all like uh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm X and uh, MLK. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, mean, I hope the guy learned his lesson. I mean, seriously, you can't sit there and, you know, verbally berate somebody for over nothing and then say hit me and then expect them not to hit you. I mean, there's oh, people have a fucking people have a tipping point. That's that's what most folks that don't understand violence is that you don't know who you're meeting if they're at a six, a five or a fucking nine and a half. And they're just waiting on somebody to say the wrong fucking thing and to fuck you up. That's why when people yeah. like want to get in fights, like you don't know who the fuck you're fighting, you don't know what they got on them, you don't know how their day yeah. went, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 
you don't you don't know who their friends are either. Yeah. You know? <laughs> some some people don't let it stop even at that ass whooping. No. They come after your friends. You know what I mean? They come after your family, where your mama stays. You know, <laughs> where your mama stay, where your daddy stay, and where your grandma stay. Mm. Could erase his whole family twig. It's probably not a tree because the guy looked a little amber. God damn. We're all out of sync, but this is fun. Old Ninja, I, do you have any RIPs? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, so RIP, that dude's start... dignity? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he lives. He just, he just got knocked out of his own. Oh, that was great. Uh, so we're going to start. Uh, we're going to pour some Twisty Tea this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I believe his name is pronounced Lin, Lin Kui. Uh, uh, his last name is Qi. I believe it's Qui. It's Qui. Uh, Chinese billionaire tycoon and founder of video game company Yozu or uh, I think Yozu or Yazu. Uh, he's passed away. Uh, Lin Kui died Christmas Day after being hospitalized for quote-unquote physical discomfort for two days. Uh, the company Yozu was founded in 2009. Uh, physical they, discomfort for a few days. Yeah, uh, I just I'll let you finish. I thought I heard something yeah. different. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm yeah. Let me finish. You'll understand okay, when I get sorry. to the end. Uh, in 2009, Yozu started a film production. 2014, uh, the company was securing a deal with Netflix and the makers of Game of Thrones to make a live-action adaptation of the Chinese sci-fi trilogy, The Three-Body Problem. Uh, Yozu made the 2019 role-playing game Game of Thrones Winter is Coming. Uh, Kui's death is being investigated as a homicide by Shanghai police for alleged poisoning with uh, a, sus a suspect already in custody. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, alleged infighting at the company may be the motive for the attack. He was 39 years old. So this Whoa. man was worth one billion dollars, billionaire, with a B. Damn. Uh, uh, sound, by, sound like he got got. Uh, yeah, that's why he's been <laughs> investigated as a as a homicide. Moving on. Wow. Uh, John Huber, uh, best known by his wrestling name as Brody Lee, has passed away. Uh, before he was Brody Lee, he was known as Luke Harper, and then later on just Harper in the WWE. Uh, he was part of the all elite wrestling when he joined uh he took on the name brody lee then uh he was also part of the florida championship wrestling the fcw and then he went on to debut in the nxt as a member of the wyatt family the wyatt family has won the nxt tag team championship and the wwe smackdown tag team championship uh he became part of the all elite wrestling in march of 2020 as the exalted one I guess there was a huge reveal with his uh, character. He passed away the day after Christmas at the age of 41. Damn. Uh, next up, we have 41? Don God, Wells. what the fuck? That's mm -hmm. my age. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> fuck. Uh, Don Wells. Don Wells, uh, fabulously famous for portraying Mary Ann Summers on the TV show Gilligan's Island. Uh, the she's brunette, passed right? away. Uh, right. uh, no, I think she's red, redhead. She's redhead. She's oh. redhead. Uh, okay. She's she was a Miss America pageant uh, contestant from Reno, Nevada, where she won her state's title, but then didn't win the pageant. Uh, she had appeared in multiple TV shows, 
Magnet and 77 Sunset Strip before beating out 600 other women for the role of Mary Ann. Uh, she continued to act, appearing in Baywatch, Roseanne, up until and Roseanne up until the uh, 2019. Uh, her last one was the Epic Tales of Captain Underpants. Uh, she would pass away due to complications due to COVID-19. She was Damn. 80. She was 82. Damn. Uh, I thought Ginger was the redhead. Dude. What? Why is there two? What? Hold on. There's two blues now. Uh, why is there two blues? Who's who's gonna win here? There's gonna be a battle. Doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't trust that other blue. Yeah, there can only be only one. Like, is, is one of you hush? It's tenant. There can only be one. Yeah. Uh, so next up we have Adolfo Quiones. Uh, actor, choreographer, and dancer, best known by his dancer or quote-unquote street name, Shabadoo, and his oh, yeah. most famous role as Ozone. Uh, he's passed away. Uh, Shabadoo rose to fame back in the 80s, becoming one of the most well-known and legendary break dancers on the West Coast. He became a hotthrob and sex symbol after starring in Breakin' and Breakin' to Electric Boogaloo. Uh, he was a member. Uh, he was an original member of the original Lockers, and he appeared in several TV shows such as Miami Vice, What's Happening, and even Married with Children. Uh, he choreographed music videos for Lionel Richie, Madonna, and Luther Vandross. Uh, he was married to Layla Rashan, whom he has oh, two wow. kids with, and wow. he he posted to social media that he was feeling sluggish, and but he had tested negative for COVID nineteen the very next day. He was found unresponsive in his room. God damn. He died at the age of 65. It's real one. And last up, we have Joe Clark. A famous baseball bat-wielding principal who was the inspiration for the film Lean on Me. Joe Clark just passed away, known for being as hard as nails principal in the East Side High School in Patterson, Patterson New Jersey. Uh, his efforts to clean up the school got national attention. In a single day, he had spilled roughly 300 students and locked them out of the school grounds for fighting, drug possession, and abusing teachers. Uh, he would walk around the halls of the school with a bullhorn and a baseball bat. Clark disclosed that the bat was not for hitting students, but was to symbolize the potential of the baseball diamond where one can either strike out or hit a home run. Uh, he was on the cover of Time Magazine no, 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 that, that is, Hold on, that is not what it was for. It's for chicks that weigh over 200 pounds and might happen to assault you. According to Blue, this is what it's That joke would never get old. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all bad. Uh, he was on the oh, cover of Time Magazine in 1988. And in 1989, the movie uh, Lean on Me, the movie based on his efforts starring Morgan Freeman, was released. President Ronald Reagan had offered him a policy advisor position in the White House. But Clark de declined. The former former Army drill sergeant had retired to Gainesville, Florida, and had succumbed to an undisclosed illness. He was 82 years old. Damn, Dr. Clark. Wow. Yeah, epic movie. I, I thought actually, um, I took my. I was gonna say I took I took my SATs uh, at that high school in like 1998, 99, or whatever. He said. Uh, it is. Eastside, not fair, Eastside. It <laughs> <laughs> was a dope school song, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's that that area and that school is really, really rough. Uh, I remember like just walking into it, uh, just taking like my SATs, and you're in like a classroom, and there's like nothing on the wall. It's like you're in a, a empty like, prison. prison and stuff like that. It's just 
brick walls with paint on it and everything like that. It's like, how is this like a functioning high school and stuff like that? But uh, it's, it's an epic movie. It's, it's a, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's it's so good. And I don't know how much of the movie was actually taken from, uh, or how much of real life was used in the movie if he was hanging, threatening to throw kids off the roof and shit like that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is, it's a good movie. I, I love watching that movie when, when I do see it on it. I always get the man that performed that song, the E Fight High song. Uh, in the movie, it's not Boys to Men. No. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was it's either Boys to Men or some other R&B group that does it. Like I they're do the one that's in the bathroom group. that starts singing the song. Oh, so the song I think originally the song is Joe Crocker, isn't it? Not the writers, but like in the movie, the actors who performed the song was Boys to Men. I think I thought it. I it looked like some young. The, it looked like some young kids. Just, I saw the clip recently. It's not Boys to Men though. No, it's the fat kid. The fat kid that was getting yeah. threatened to get tossed off the roof. He he sings it. Exactly. No, he only sings like he like lip sings it while the other guy sing it. He's like filling the song. He's like, Isa. I'm gonna look it up. To go, look it up. Yeah, go back and look it up. Yeah, yo, Twisted T got you twisted already. <laughs> the, the the funny thing is, I always get it confused with the one with uh, Edward James Olmos. That's like the <laughs> L.A. version. Oh, yeah. I, I mix those up every time. That <laughs> that was called. Stand and deliver, stand. or yeah, no, stand by me. Stand by, okay. No, stand and it's stand. It is stand and deliver. Stand by me is a totally different. Uh, so y'all want to see <laughs> a dead body? Stand by me is a Stephen <laughs> King book developed into a fucking movie. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, but th- those two movies, I get them confused all the time with the titles, and they all they had that similar theme of how do I reach these kids and help them? Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I legit thought. I legit thought it was the same high school that had the same issues, and they just changed teachers per year. <laughs> like, fuck, this high school's fucked up. And Dangerous Minds will fall in that category, too. Mm-hmm. Dangerous Minds had, had the yep. best song ever, though, with that, that Coolio song. God damn, they hit hard as fuck. Remember that? Yeah, uh, yep, from Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Dude, I actually went to that high school, Carmont, before I moved to Newark. Are you serious? Damn. But all that stuff happened before it up before, uh... I went there. Wait, that was in the Bay? Yeah, it happened at, uh, at uh, Carmont High School in Belmont. I had no fucking idea. I really didn't. Damn. Yeah, you know, like in LA or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be. E- I thought it was supposed to be EPA in that one, but I, I could mm. be wrong. You okay. probably didn't have a school at the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because you right. know, fuck black people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Seriously, I mean. Yeah. That's how yeah, no, the government's we, been doing we, this for we, years. I mean, you you want a school? Call- how about the shittiest school we can possibly have? And then wonder why wonder why you're all going to jail because you have nothing to do and you have no skills. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking prison, well, the school prison pipeline. Yeah, and and we know that EPA folks were not going to school with uh, Palo Alto folks, but yeah. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> oh no, they, they shipped us to a whole different different city. Even though you can just literally drive like maybe five miles to get to the nearest high school. There it is. God. Even from Stanford College. You know what's funny to me is how close EPA is to Stanford University. It's actually <laughs> not right really yeah. far. You can walk there. Just, yeah, as, pretty much. As you soon just as walk you, across 101. As soon as you cross the 101, you you go from like abject poverty into fucking Bougieville. Like literally. Oh, yeah, for real. Like it's, it's like 100 yards. <laughs> yep. Like what the fuck? It's so crazy. 100 it's, yards and a world away. Yeah. World One away. of the funniest things is that uh, East Palo Alto is like is it east of Palo Alto? It's like it's kind of southish, yeah. or northish. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they have nothing to do with each other. Like they're not nowhere associated with each other. 
It's weird They're, because is East Palo Alto considered a separate city or no? I don't think it is, is it? it, it it's yeah. not only a separate city, it's a separate county. Separate county. Yes. No shit. Yeah. yeah. One's, yeah so what, San Mateo. Uh, one's in San Mateo and others Santa Clara, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Palo Alto's That's fucked it. up though because they, they charge Stanford, the hospital, and the school more money <laughs> by people just going through Palo Alto. I'm like, how the fuck did y'all meet that deal? Literally, the Stanford has to pay extra money every year to the city of Palo Alto for people to travel through their city to get to their facilities. That's, yep. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? That is the yep. bougiest shit ever. The, the thing that got me, and I put this in the chat uh, a few days ago, they have this, in, in, in Palo Alto, this secret fucking park that's supposed to be the most gorgeous park in the Bay Area. And you could not go there unless you were a Palo Alto resident or literally a Palo Alto resident like signed off for you and they were with you. And so for years, that was the only park like that in, in all of California. Uh, for years, it was they were doing this. And then I think as of last Thursday, the NAACP and the ACLU uh, successfully sued and got them to uh, relinquish that bullshit of, hey, if you're a city or a county park or whatever, it needs to be accessible to the public. You know, you can pay a parking fee or whatever, but it has to be eligible or available to the public, like everybody, all the other parks in the fucking city and county. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Right in the state, I'm trying to see if I can find a map. But this goes back to like redlining, because yes, there's it does. Like you can find maps of redlining, and like there's places in like Palo Alto and like the rest of the Bay Area, because people think mm-hmm. that oh, we live in California, it's never been racist. You're fucking stupid. Oh yeah, you can clearly see where all the ghettos are. It's, they're all redlined districts. But I'm pretty sure yep. I deal with redlining. Yeah, I mean, I brought this up before, but there was a lady in Redwood City who was trying to sell her home, oh, and there's literally racist, uh, not even nomenclature, it's literally racist statues, statues to where who who she cannot sell her property to. It literally says, uh, you cannot sell this property to Mexicans, no Chinamen. It doesn't say Chinese people, it's just Chinamen. And it says no, uh, I'm not even sure it says Negroes. He just says something else. But <laughs> the home has been sold several times, but the lady literally had to go to, like, court and pay to change her, uh, like, bill of the, um, the deed on the house. Uh, yeah, uh, the deed on the house. Why did you can tell me? There's a name for it. Like, is it Convents or Con something? It's in the color of law. Yeah. What the fuck is the name yeah, of it? That's it. I think yep. it's, con- no, it's Convents. It. But, yeah, the, the book is called A Color of Law. If you want to read more about redlining, uh, Prodigy rec- recommended it to me. Uh, Reddit is a fantastic book if you want to understand how people got fucked. Well, mostly black people got fucked in America way after fucking slavery. Way after fucking mm-hmm. slavery. Did check out. There's a, a documentary on, on Netflix about redlining, too. And, like, what's so crazy about it is they talk about, like, San Francisco and shit. And it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah. it's right on the backyard. But kind of jumping yeah. back to the Lean On Me, the band that performed the song in the bathroom is called Riff. Okay. They're like an old, like, 80s R&B group that had a few good hits but not many actually they're still around they got a few albums out still i i just knew they weren't boys to men i know what boys to men looks like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about riff holy Wait, shit can i pull up one of the, i'll pull up a map so we can actually see what the fuck i'm talking about yeah um, sure i'll put i'll bring up one of like san francisco so people mm-hmm. can see exactly what hunter's point Hunter's Point and Chinatown were not uh, designed yeah. for good white folks. So everywhere that you see that it's red, <laughs> if you look up right now, like where all the crime and fucking mm-hmm. poverty is, this all, everywhere that's red, you'll see that because 
all this area right here, I'm pretty sure this, like most of this area here, I'm sorry, especially down here, this is all like industrial area in San Francisco. Like all of it is. And mm -hmm. so they put these red line districts in like near um, hazardous waste and industrial areas. And uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say uh, the, the EPA kind of word for it is the super fun sites. Yeah. <laughs> super yeah. toxic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, go like, ahead. it's fucking bullshit. So that, and, and that also, like when they built these communities, they would they would have uh, they wouldn't use the same uh, quality of material, so that's where you would see like mm -hmm. a lot of asbestos and lead paint, and you know shit where like if you go to the south, you'll have stuff for like literally a sewage line we running through your backyard like open, and that's to this day. Yep. And there's nothing yep. you can really do about it. Like you rent these places in the south, and you have these open sewer lines, and you're like, what the fuck? And nobody will fix it because it was in a red line district, and they don't they don't feel like they need to, and the government will back them up on not needing to, to this yep. day. Even even Central California, like it gets forgotten about, but all of that kind of surrounding area of Fresno is closer to rural Mississippi and Alabama than it is L.A. or San Francisco. But oh yeah, man, those areas that. around Fresno, there's some good old boys out there. Oh man, yeah, it's all bad. Even even parts of Fresno. I mean, it's just oh for sure, it's all bad. I, I do not stay in there. I don't like staying there overnight. I'm like <laughs> something bad is going to happen. Like we need to get to a metropolitan area very quickly. Yeah, I got to keep that sweet killing you, baby. Okay. Oh, oh, damn. Damn. God. Damn. All right. All right. Don't get it <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know we're going to get into this uh, Wonder Woman, right? Or you uh, want to do it now? Or we we could What do you want to do? What do you want to do first? You got another What um, uh, someone put something on here that I, I don't see. Oh, so someone put on a ballot exchange. Is this a, is this a book or something? What, what is was this? Well, that was a while ago. That what was are you talking about. Yeah, it's on the list. Oh, I don't know well, what we it should is. remove it. I talked, about, I talked about it a few weeks ago. Like it should have been removed. Um, it it's another podcast I'm doing. Um, that'll be okay. under the same banner. It's with my my friend uh, Daniel Blue. We talk about like um, the first thing we talked about universal basic income. Um then uh representation in the house and then uh we just did one on like the different forms of government so they're all like banks which they're just not out yet we're gonna do an okay. another one i'm gonna talk about racism in the next one so basically we exchange information because like i don't know he knows like he's a poli sci major and so I'm, I'm, I'm learning sh a lot of shit about the government and then i'm breaking down some other stuff like ideas um for him like ubi and then the next will be on racism so it's like it's interesting conversations they're actually really good when they come out Okay. So then uh, you want to hit... Uh, I see Prodigy's got his notes, so... <laughs> so that's the main topic, so yeah, get on. I mean, that's what yeah. people in the chat yeah. want to hear us talk about. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Get what they want. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, obviously HBO Max and theaters uh, released on Christmas Day. We all know Patty, uh, Patty Jenkins, Gal Gadot. Uh, this is the sequel to what was it, 2017? I think. Yes. Yeah. Was I think it? I, I feel like it's been delayed for three years, so I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely that. Uh, let's get every. I guess Stitch, you get you you, you can start it off, set it up. Well, I, I mean, come I, on. I, well, okay, I'll set it up and I'll, I'll give my I guess my opinions and my my critiques with the movie. I guess because uh, I, I want to hear your guys' stuff on it uh, first. But uh, yeah, it dropped on HBO Max, like you said. Um, I don't HBO know what time, but 
They did, they did like that? I said, they, they took away their, their seven day free trial. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So yeah, I mean it from what they said, uh it broke the records for a pandemic box office at uh I forget the number off the top of my head. Was it uh nineteen I, I can't think of the number off the top of my head, I don't want to misquote it, but it broke the number for box office sales for people that actually went to the movie theaters. And then HBO said that more than half of its subscribers I guess, uh, streamed it uh, within the first 24 hours. Um, I also further read that they didn't give an exact number on on that. On the, on that they didn't give it an actual number, but they said, I guess, more than half. But this, this movie uh, essentially takes place in 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, th- I think we mentioned how there was some confusion on if this was going to be a prequel or not. And uh, I do have questions on that because I believe she said that it wasn't a prequel. She right? being Patty or Gal? Patty, yeah. Pa- well, I, both. I guess we're both uh-huh. are credited as being producers on the on the thing, right? So, but I, I guess maybe I'll, I'll how, speak more for I guess Patty. How, she's, hold on. How could any rational person think this was a prequel? Well, it it does. I mean, chronologically, it takes place. Well, it, it takes place. Well, I, it takes place. It's a sequel to the the first movie, but it takes place obviously before Justice League and Batman versus Superman. But it's a sequel so, to Wonder Woman, though, right? Is that? Yeah, it's a sequel to Wonder yeah, Woman. So how was that not in? I, I guess they were. I guess where they were. I don't know how the question was posed. People were trying to find is this still connected to the uh, Justice League Batman versus Superman universe? Is this before mm-hmm. that, or is oh. this? Are they all supposed to be tied together? Well, I, and I, would, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. And and now I'm all confused on what it is that. No, well, I understand the problem is because there's there's there's, there's, there's things that she does in the movie that she doesn't do in Justice League, but it's also the people that wrote Justice League was not Patty Jenkins, and they didn't do a, a good job on like really explaining Wonder Woman's power set, and they were, frankly there were directors that were not as good as yeah. and writers that were not as good as the writers. Yeah, and they, they also rush they rushed the whole Justice League and Batman vs Superman thing too, so they didn't build yeah, a story I, for one woman. Yeah, I wasn't I, w- I wasn't breaking down the movie at that that point, but th- this is just going into it. But uh, yeah, the movie takes place uh, in 1984 um, after the events of the first Wonder Woman movie uh, that we saw. Uh, she's working at the Smithsonian uh, as a um, Anthropolot, anthro, anthropology person, anthropo- yeah, anthropologist. Um, and there's some stuff that takes place. Uh, we run it. We meet the villains in the movie, and uh, all together was about two hours and thirty minutes long. Um, I will, I, like I said, I want to give my sort of breakdown on the film last because I want to hear what you guys have to say for it first because th- there might be some stuff that like I might have missed or didn't see correctly that I, I don't want to just start blabbing about and then you guys to correct me and me completely missed it. I've watched the movie about one and three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. I watched it the first time on Christmas and I tried to rewatch it again uh, before the cast and I got, I'm up to like the final sort of act uh, p- portion of it. But uh, for those that haven't seen the movie, we will be going into spoilers. So. Uh, fast forward if you can. 
if you are, want to, I guess, avoid hearing what the movie's about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start off. I mean, obviously, I was looking forward to this one quite a bit. I do see there's a whole bunch of controversy. There's some mixed reactions to it in general. Um, and I'm sure we're going to go into that. But uh, really what you have here, at least from the way I see it, is a story about kind of explaining Maxwell Lord as a whole, and then at a, a, a secondary character of seeing how Bar Dr. Barbara Minerva goes from normal girl into eventually Cheetah, which is what we knew ahead of time. And then obviously uh, figuring out through the plot uh, how and why Steve Trevor is back up in the mix, because <laughs> he obviously died in uh, the, the first Wonder Woman. So you got a lot of magic, you got a lot of, um, uh, you know, superhero mythology going on that's, for me as someone who's, who's read a whole bunch of Wonder Woman of late, you know, gone back and, and read a whole lot of stuff from Rebirth and all of that, um, it, it felt very similar to a lot of DC stories uh, for Wonder Woman. Like, obviously, a, a, a lot of her runs, not all of them, but a lot of her runs, she's been in DC proper, so I thought that that was kind of interesting. Um, I enjoyed, and uh, I, I may be way out of line here, but I enjoyed a lot of the uh, the back and forth with her and Barbara, and a lot of Pedro Pascal's uh, ascension into madness with uh, with Maxwell Lord. What did you guys think? Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Well, right, you're snack. You want to keep snacking? No, no, no. I'm actually, I'm, it's all gone now. I, I'm mute, okay. so you guys are hear me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw, but I didn't know how much you had left. So no, I, I didn't eat a lot today. So yeah, you guys know me. I don't. Sometimes I don't eat a lot. So and then I, I don't want to get too drunk in the podcast. Anyway, because yeah, sure. um, I'm drinking, you know, beer and scotch. Oh, you're drinking beer and Oban? Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fucking delicious. Right. Anyway, it's a good way to alter my reality. Uh, I enjoyed the movie, however, it was not without its faults. Uh, there are faults that I didn't think were that serious, but where somebody else were to say it, um, I could totally understand. Like, the vast majority of the middle of the movie was kind of, meh. I mean, we're moving things along, but not a whole lot going on here. You know, there's not a whole lot of action. Not a whole lot of Wonder Woman shit going on here. You know, she's not kicking a whole lot of ass. There's like, to me, there was, I think basically like three fight scenes maybe in the whole movie that were like worth of worthy of note, and they were good. Get me wrong, but uh, in the middle, it's a it's a vast dry desert <laughs> of just you know progressing the 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 story. But it's like you know we should kind of be a little bit more action orientated, in my opinion anyway. Um, but I still enjoyed the movie. I don't think that Maxwell Lord was a very strong villain either. Um, as far as doing villainous shit, I think it was cool to like have somebody turn into a gin. That was pretty dope. But I think that if you're con <laughs> if th that if you're used to these really bombastic villains that we that we get in Marvel and DC, and then get to Maxwell Lord, he's gonna rate pretty much at the bottom, if not the bottom, of doing villainous shit. Because he actually didn't do much that was bad. He just had he just asked other people, "What do you want? Here you go." He he was. Um, not frivolous. He was just like he didn't think about the actions that they were doing, and I don't think that that gets him like real deep villainous territory because he didn't do anything really. It was just what people were asking. He was granting their wishes, and that he just didn't think about the consequences of the actions. So that that led to calamity. But as far as him being a villain, like I, 
I wish that he had like a, a better motivation other than I want to be, I want to look better to my kid. Hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, well, that's where's the ambition. I mean, yeah, be better for your kid, but like maybe let's do it uh, on your own merits and not with some magical fucking rock, you know. <laughs> so, um, I still really like the movie though. Like, I'm basically just giving the shit that I didn't like, kind of up front, because um, that's to be honest, that's probably where most people have the problems is with what I'm with what I'm saying. Um, but I mean, like the, the first fight scene when the, the first scene uh, that we saw in the movie where it's a young Diana, like doing like mm-hmm. the whole like Ninja Warrior fucking or Ninja Amazon. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking obstacle course. That shit was dope. Uh, yeah. what, Patty, what Patty Jenkins does, which with no other DC, you know, EU or whatever director has seemed to figure out is like how to actually instill a sense of wonder in the viewer. You know, right from the get-go when I was watching the, this movie, I was like, "This is fucking fantastic!" I'm this is I, I'm in awe watching these mm-hmm. scenes. I feel like I'm being transported into another world that's interesting. I'm seeing these things that I, I want to see more about. Um, in these other DC movies, they don't they don't really touch anywhere near that realm of like, "Holy shit, this is really cool!" Like, where is this going? I'm seeing all these these really this really cool imagery, not all this fucking depressing bullshit. You know. Uh, but I think that, like, again, like, in the first movie, all these other directors that, in, that are in the DC, you know, EU, except for Aquaman did, did an okay job, too. Whoever directed that. Um, James Wan. Just James, James Wan. Wan. Okay. Well, you know, th- those two together. I, but uh, Patty Jenkins still eclipsed, eclipsed him, as far as I'm concerned, as far as, like, the wonder goes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, keep. it wasn't as good as the first one, in my opinion, but it was still a great movie. Like, I, I liked it a lot. I really did. Especially with fucking... The way they did uh, Cheetah. God damn. I thought she was going to look like shit. Especially when they, when they announced uh, what's her name was going to do. Was going to play Lee. Cheetah. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking for the, the SNL lady? Like, what? She did a really good job. Yeah, they, they shut me the fuck up. I mean, Patty Jenkins has shut me up more than once. You know? <laughs> so, thank goodness that she did it again with, with, with Cheetah. She definitely did uh, Cheetah justice. Even though, like, her backstory, like, her actual origin story wasn't, like, totally comic correct from the comics that I've read. But mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Um, she still did a fantastic job with her. So, yeah, what did you guys, the rest of you guys think? Old Ninja. Old Ninja, get in there. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna kind of piggyback off what the Prana said, but go a little deeper. Uh, I know that people's gripes were like, they felt like the beginning so served no purpose, but I think that was a complete, like, I guess, misstep that people didn't connect the dots. At least, like, again, this is my opinion. I feel that the very beginning, the first like 10, 15 minutes is like a trifecta. There's three things. One, it's setting up the spinoff for the Amazons, which Mm. if you didn't know, that's on its way with Patty Jenkins as producer, possibly director. Also, uh, the twofold, like her um, aunt who died in the first film talks about her being a true hero and what it means to be a true hero and how important it is to be truthful. And how you can't cheat and call yourself a hero. That is what later plagues uh, Diana when she made her wish and ended up with um, Steve Trevor. Because she basically cheated death for him so she can selfishly be with him. And he brings that up to her when they're in the apartment because she doesn't want to talk about it. And he's like, we need to talk about this. And she's like, I don't want to talk about this. This is the one thing I wanted for myself. I enjoy help, helping people, but 
you are the one who I want, and I want you for myself. Yeah. And he's just like, um, well, technically, how is this going to play out? Yeah, like, real, I'm in someone else's body. Yeah, real, ahead, real quick. There was, like, a lot of confusion with some people that I saw on Facebook that were like, why is Steve Why is Steve back? And I'm like, they explained it to you, like, I knew when he was coming back when she picked the fucking rock up and there was, like, mm-hmm. the wind blew. I was like, okay, <laughs> they. this is very obvious what's going to happen here. And people are still confused about it. I'm like, Do you, are you watching the same fucking movie I'm watching? Because it seemed very well explained to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come back to that that point, which you said, just a second. Um and then also the I think the going back to the beginning uh, is also another um, parallel to Maxwell Lord because mm-hmm. even though he his motivation was to be a better man for his kid, he was cheating everything he did. Everything he got, he got from a wish. So mm-hmm. his bankrupt business, his fortune, his fame, his notoriety, and his powers were were cheap. And he, and it, he ended up not exactly getting what he wanted was to be um truthful to his kid and it wasn't until he renounced everything that he he had to find the truth within and then be truthful to his son on a one-on-one basis so i think a lot of people kind of miss that uh also what Kronos just uh talked about a minute ago i think a lot of people don't understand that where diana is from there is magic <laughs> in Themyscira. I think a lot of people didn't see glitter and fucking, um, uh, fucking rainbows and shit shoot out, but they just saw like wind, uh, blow up. And I, I guess, but she's, she's made where, of she's made out of fucking she's clay. Made of clay. So, yeah, <laughs> well, depending on who's writing, either Zeus well, fucked her mom or she's made of clay. One of those it, two it, origins. In this, I'm sorry, real quick. In this universe, her mother lied to her about the clay, and she mm-hmm. really is. Uh, you know, obviously the daughter of Zeus. Yeah. But but just to really quickly say this, they have magic weapons in Themyscira, and you see that in the very first one. Hold That's on. Where her, the road... her lasso is magic. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the lasso, the, she thought she had the God Slayer. Oh. She thought she had the God Slayer, and even her bracelets. You know, yeah, her, gauntlets, her gauntlets are blessed by uh, Zeus. Isn't her mother like um, not a sorceress? They have a different, like a mage or something. Her mother delves in magic. I know this. She's not like she's pretty proficient, if I remember correctly. Um, yep. Also, what is coming in the DCEU, which we've already gotten as well, we've gotten Shazam, where he got his powers from magic. We're going to yep. get Black Adam, where all of his shits are. Uh, surrounded by magic and like all of a sudden uh, Diana doesn't have magic or something like what the fuck like we see mad she's wearing magical gauntlets her lasso is magic um, a lot of stuff that we saw in Themyscira is magic a lot of stuff is from Greek mythology as well like I think people What's seem that to magic <laughs> yeah I think a lot of people seem to have forgotten that and expected like her to come out with a bazooka or something <laughs> so I was like what uh, I know there's a lot of gripes about her using magic to um, cloak the jet because in the past she's had an invisible jet and she talks about how Zeus cloaked Themyscira using magic. She said she'd been trying for 50 years to replicate that. She did it on a coffee cup and then she lost the cup. I so she like, managed to get it to work. I like that. Did. Yeah, and so... I, I wish there I wish there was a scene like at the end where she's like doing something and she bumps something that's not there and it falls on the table and breaks. Well, falls on, yeah, that'd have been awesome too. I would, I thought that I thought that would have been a great joke. Um, I'm sorry. Can, can I just really quick? Yeah, I, I hate to step on you, old. But if you ever saw 
uh, obviously the the Linda Carter, which we'll talk about later, but Linda Carter old school series, or even a plenty of the cartoons with Wonder Woman. The the Invisible Jet was something that was in the seventies and eighties and all. <laughs> yeah, all well, she's just that. sitting there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if so, you see, if you can watch it right now on HBO Max, you can literally see Linda Carter sitting down with fucking clouds passing by her and shit. It's fucking hilarious. It, it was campy. It was campy even back then. But if you were someone who that was your first introduction to Wonder Woman with the Invisible Jet stuff. Oh yeah, it was great. You you couldn't help but laugh like and give a huge cheesy fucking smile. When she d- makes, she's in an invisible jet in this one. That was cool to me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought it was too. And it, um, Patty Jenkins points out that her and Jeff Johns had a hard time trying to make it believable and work within the script. And I was yeah. like, oh, they came up with that way. They had the, they had the, we had it explained in Wonder Woman that them, a whole island is invisible to the naked yep. eye. So she was trying to copy. It took her 50 years to try to, you know, do the cup. And then she, you know, applied it to the jet and it, it worked out I, I didn't see an issue with it however i did have an issue with steve flying close to fucking uh fireworks and like any one of them <laughs> I took out his fucking engine like what the fuck are you doing like i get it you're from 1918 well, but at least he, fucking fly higher he's a world he's a world war one pilot that knows how to drive 1980s f fighter jets you yeah, know <laughs> i mean i mean i don't want yeah it's fine i mean because Think about it. If some, we have people from the '40s that are alive today that can still drive a car, so it's literally gas brake steering wheel. I mean, <laughs> most of the stuff is still there. The only thing that's different is safety and comfort. No, literally, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, stop. I, 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 I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Stop. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. I'm just saying they just added more stuff. Anyway, uh, uh, there's a point in the film where uh, the rock is gone, but what's left is like a. Um, like a gauntlet or something, or like a ring, where Diana says, uh, this is the language of the gods. Um, she name drops another villain, which I mm. think they may show in the next film or whatnot. So I think a lot of people might have been... Uh, the uh, the Duke of Trickster or whatnot, he's a DC villain. Um, mm. He's he's not Loki in DC, but he's known as the god of uh, uh, Trickster. Lies. The god of lies. Yeah. And so she... Same guy from the math. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, I know. I think Loki made the math. And I think he did the too. Math. I think Loki was the one who made that. Made it. But... Um, I will say though, there were certain certain things that I felt were a little cheesy, but not too cheesy. Uh, I thought uh, Christian Wig did a way better job than I anticipated. I really liked uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, except for the end felt a little like a little dragged on a little bit because he kind of got what he wanted and kind of threw it all away and it felt a little just i don't know it was a little unsettling because it didn't feel exactly like something that he would give up but we'll, you know that's neither here nor there i mean he could show up to be some a huge threat later on not sure but um like i said there were there were some things that i wasn't exactly jiving but overall i thought this was an entertaining film i definitely do not think this is better than the first one i've seen the film twice too and to me it was better the second time but there are some instances in the film where I was just like, uh, sure. <laughs> There's sure. other times where I was like, oh, this is great. I still think Patty Jenkins did a pretty good, uh, pretty good job. Um, but there are some points that I think missed, uh, like some of the action sequences were a little funky, even though I know that there are some dangerous stunts involved. And um, 
I think a lot of people didn't really like the Steve Trevor and Diana relationship a bit because people were still like, this is kind of weird and it feels disingenuous when I felt the opposite. I'm all, this feels totally real. And she's been a little bit selfish, but she needs to get her head back in the game. And I do wish that she did do more, uh, more violent or actually just be a little bit more brutal because like we talked about last week, she kills Maxwell Lord in the comics. She literally breaks mm-hmm. his neck. And she didn't kill anyone this time. She was saving a lot of people. I get it. But I think a lot of people were expecting a more ruthless Diana, and we didn't get it. So No, I mean, uh, no, you should not have expected that. This is one of the things, this is the reason why we were, we incorrectly called Petty Jenkins out when she first started making these movies. She said that she was going to have a kinder, gentler Wonder Woman. And we were like, no, fuck that. We need to see her fucking people up. And the first Wonder Woman, I mean, it's a great movie. She didn't mm-hmm. need to, Oh, yeah, spectacular. I mean, she was, she was still I think a warrior. I, I'm you thinking... Know, I think a lot of people expected more violence. I guess I don't know. So, uh, sorry, can I can I point out something really quickly when you bring up violence? I probably liked it more, than, and I know Blue's going to get in here, and so is Stitch. I probably liked it a little bit more than you got uh, you and uh, Chronos. But I think where there was a real miss from a violence standpoint was with Doctor Minerva when she's got basically the powers of Diana. Oh yeah, and. And she's been, let, let's just call it what it is, she's been sexually assaulted, harassed, and and assaulted um, by this, like, sleazy-ass dirtbag. And then she turns on him, starts whooping some ass, and knocks this dude unconscious, but still wants to keep on going. And uh, someone who she had helped earlier in the film kind of comes in there and, and says, hey, what are you doing, Barbara, or whatever. I actually think they missed an opportunity there from a violence standpoint. Since she is one of the villains in this, she should have gone all the way and actually ended that dude from well, a violence standpoint. So this, hold on, this I is, think it would have been better. I will give you a little bit of pushback only because I think that Patty Jenkins might stick a little bit to the comics to where in the next movie, Cheetah um, becomes an ally of Wonder Woman and they start working together. So if oh, yeah, that's how they're gonna go, I then I can totally understand why they did that. But if it's not, then you know, I'll just sort of fuck up. So yeah. Well, what's cool with, with Cheetah, like they have an open opportunity because like she got her powers through a wish, but she can still go off and find that that stone since her character is. So I don't. I don't think she actually renounced her wish. This there there's a plot hole in the movie that people aren't talking about. A plot hole. Yeah, well, there's a bunch, but this is like the, one of the major <laughs> ones at the end. Is because not everybody had to renounce their wish. They didn't have to at all. Mm-hmm. So nope, what if she right. didn't renounce her wish and she oh. could just transform back and forth between Cheetah, like the Cheetah form? Yeah, and she made well, two wishes as well. So what she renounced it, she lose. She made a she made a wish with the rock. God damn! What are you out of time? Sorry, she made a wish with the rock and she made a wish with Maxwell Lord. Yeah, no, he, I would have wanted to see the violence. Blue, please go. What's up? Okay, so my take on the movie. I thought it, I, I liked it. It was enjoyable. Um, there's some parts that were like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Like, for one thing that, that confused the hell out of me was when Maxwell or Kid came in the air. I swear to God, I swear to God, I thought that kid was Asian. I was like, what the hell? Is that like his stepson or some shit? You did look Asian. Like, I don't understand, like, the relationship with the kid. Huh? I mean, this is coming from a guy that adopted a kid. That shit doesn't bother me at all. Like, I don't even... Like, well, yeah. you say as you can, I mean, I all right, you, I don't believe you. I guess you... <clears throat> yeah, I assume you probably adopt him or something like that. Or could have an Asian, could have an Asian wife. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He, he, he's, a lat, he's a Latino guy 
playing a definite white guy with a, a very dyed blonde hair. But yeah. I hear you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, I kind of, the whole Steve Trevor kind of storyline kind of, it was like, okay, you're, you're one, like when her, when, when she first met him, she, like, it was the first guy she ever met. And like, they had sex and like, she literally was like, okay, yeah, it was just sex. Like, get over it, dude. And now she's like head over heels over him. Like that kind of, kind of pulled me away from the storyline. And like how he just kind of magically come back was kind of weird too. Like it just, it just didn't seem real. It didn't seem right. But you know, once he was around and like seeing some guy from like the, the 18, well, he's from like what, the early, 60s or something like that? 20s. 20s, yeah. So 19, 19, 19 teens. It'd be the 10s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just to see him like interact with like modern stuff, like, you know, trying on different clothes. That, and like that whole clothes dressing scene was kind of a funny like montage to like old school 80 movies, how they would like dress and like put their clothes on and stuff like that in front of people just to try it out. I thought it was kind of funny not for them to do that. Um, the the scenes with like Wonder Woman when she's fighting the, the guys at the the inside the mall, I thought it was kind of cool. But you know some of the scenes were kind of like kind of I, I kind of felt like she had like she's like a one trick pony with her like fighting style because it's constantly that like running, fighting, kicking thing, and she does it like kind of constantly in in the movies. If you guys like look back at like like the other like in Man of Steel and in uh, Wonder Woman I think she does that same like move yeah I, I think it's, it's kind a, of outputting it's a cool effect but I mean she's basically stronger as strong as Superman so for her to like dodge stuff well but this is the weird part is that she can she can be shot by bullets anyway yeah uh, but she's super strong she can literally like punch through somebody like with, with ease so for her to like have to like dodge and like slide around shit it's like you just run at super speed and just like punch them or choke them or whatever, yeah. you know. But, I mean, it's a cool effect, though. Yeah. To me, anyway. I mean, I'm trying to think. So, I do like the, the they kind of, like, I've watched uh, some other people talk about it. But, like, they did a really cool nod to, to Superman. Like, old school Christopher Reeve Superman with when she first, like, starts to fly. And, like, her whole positioning and stuff like that. People were saying that's a, a, it was a high nod to, like, Christopher Reeve's Superman with the whole, like, you know, stretch out your arms and, like, you know, really feel like you were flying. But for one, like I know Wonder Woman can fly, and like her, she doesn't like like later on in the comics they kind of got rid of the invisible jet, and she's actually she's actually able to fly. But I don't know, it just seems I don't think they took it into it because the thing with the thing with Superman, he doesn't have hair, so you don't have to worry about his hair like flopping around. But with Wonder Woman, with her flying, like it just didn't seem correct the way her hair was kind of flowing in the wind. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I still enjoy the movie. It just there's little things that kind of took me out of the movie. Fair. But then also like the the whole scene with like Cheetah when they're fighting inside the, the inside of the White House. That part was cool. Like that fight scene was probably the best fight scene in all in the entire movie. Like it was probably even better than the one in uh in the first one. But then like later on when she does become Cheetah, like I don't know. Like, that took me out of it too. It just the CGI wasn't that great for me. I mean it was. It, it looked cool, but it just wasn't like, I don't know, it just, it took me away, then also her having that armor on as well, kind of was like, uh, okay, you have this badass fucking armor, who, who this one chick had, she took, she like, fought off a hundred men, then you fucking take him to battle and, and damage it, like, this is like, some antique shit, and you just fucked it up, like, what the hell, I, come on, Wonder Woman, actually, I kind of <laughs> like that scene, how like, Cheetah was like, full display of like, how ferocious she was. Cause she was fucking her up. Yeah, like, I was like, that was really cool. Like, I know, 
I know Cheetah like with her with her her skills and fighting, she can actually do damage to Wonder Woman. Like she she can fuck Wonder Woman up. But like I don't know the she fucked she fucked up that armor and it's like this is like some antique shit. You just fucked up Wonder Woman. Come on. Anyway. Yep. Let's let the, let the hater come in. Come on. Let's <laughs> give it to us. You've been patient. Uh, you, you, you want me to get the what you want me to get you like a some toilet paper or a bidet? What would you yeah. prefer? Is that, I don't know. I'm, I'm 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 speaking for the people because this movie was certified <laughs> fresh, and it became stale. Which so I don't I don't know if that's how many that's historically or and I don't know how the process works where you become certified fresh. But normally when I think you're certified fresh, that means it's like you can't become unfresh. But something happened. I don't know the the ins and outs of Rotten Tomatoes. So maybe Project can can explain that thing to me. Um, the first 20 minutes of the, of the film, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed seeing young Diana uh, do her, her Ninja Warrior, Amazon Warrior stuff. I thought that was really dope. Oh, hold on. And, Stitch, you might um, want to, like, rewind. It's still fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. What's it, what's it sitting at? 61% uh, for the critics and 73% for the audience. Okay, for, well, so for... For critics, then that that wouldn't be certified, right? It still says it has the tomato. Okay. It, well, it's not certified fresh. Certified fresh it, is like it would have to list it. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But it definitely lost that. Well, but, we're speaking for the people. Um, the people have spoken. Seventy percent. <laughs> so yeah, let them keep uh, going. Let them keep going. Yeah, it's, it's not certified fresh anymore. But um, that's not the people. Anyway, go the, ahead. The first, <laughs> the first, Jesus Christ! The first twenty <laughs> minutes of the film were were good. And everything i liked seeing her go back in, in as a young child and i talked about it last week i that's what i, I said going in the movie i wanted to see i wanted to learn more about this land mm -hmm. and w it reminds me of like when we first saw uh, wakanda on on big screen mm -hmm. we were all excited we wanted to see more about this world how it works uh and it because we've Never little glimpses of it and when Diana talks about it and stuff like that, but we get a, a boom intro right into it. And I'm like, oh shit, this is dope. She's like running through the the, the forest, uh waterfall areas, and I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. All right, there's a this like contest going on. So I'm I'm anxious. I want to learn learn more about it. And then at the end of that, we she learns the left and everything like that. Okay, I, I understand that. I figure this is gonna play later on into it or whatever. Then we, try, then we fast forward to like the 80s and I I just happened to notice that it seems like every man in this movie is portrayed as a just disgusting pig with his like red rocket hanging out just trying to holla 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 at everything going on in the movie like there's when I rewatched the second time I, I even picked up on some other stuff there's like women working out in like yoga pants and there's like a whole squad of like men that are just like standing there just like walking there's mm -hmm. uh i mean as you go on later on in the movie there's other examples of like when that guy just happens to just steal the taxi from like diana just for for whatever fucking reason when diana walks into the ball yeah i we all know diana's hot she's fucking smoking hot but it's like we get it i it just takes me out of it when i see people like ignoring their wives and stuff when like she just happens to like walk in the room and they're just like oh diana hey 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 can i get you something can i get you something like okay i, I get it she's she's pretty and even when christine wiggs character becomes 
I get, gets Diana's beauty and everything like that. Yeah, she she becomes hot. I get it, but it seems like it was an overkill with with that whole aspect of it. The whole mall fight scene, I thought was just kind of silly, but okay, I, I guess if you just want to show Wonder Woman in action and establish that, yeah, there's a jewelry store with the doing some some uh, some secret antique uh, stealing going on. Like Mark on I guess that. Yeah, some black market stuff. Okay, I guess. I mean, it just seemed really like corny and cheesy because it's like, okay, the guys take, they have guns on them and everything, and they make it a point of like, these people are supposedly armed. Mall security, which is, happens to be armed as well for whatever reason, decides to, to go after them. And the guys that are, are running away from the police, mall security decide to go up escalators in the mall instead of trying to leave the mall and just decides to just grab a girl and hold her off of the balcony as sort of a, a fucking I guess a, a standoff when you yeah, have a gun or whatever I mean yeah I'm like okay I, I don't understand what the, the whole point is on that I've, se I've seen people go into like nitpick stuff that I didn't even pick up on like I think they got that idea from Michael uh, Jackson holding his baby over that balcony oh god damn it uh, <laughs> <laughs> People went into like crazy detail about it. And I, it was stuff that like I didn't even notice about it. But even like they were saying like the arcade cabinets in the mall, they are not, I guess, historically correct from being like 1984. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I, I didn't notice that, but that seems like something you're a little bit hating on. But as the film goes on, it progresses into this is like Aladdin meets Quantum Leap meets Cats. Uh, where I started to have problems with it was okay. Everybody, okay, we'll go with this whole magic rock thing, which I think is just a disservice for what could have been a, a much better storyline um, that they could have chosen just this, this rock grants, all these wishes. And then when they further go on to establishing the rules of this rock, it's very hazy and it just seems like it kind of makes itself up as it goes along. I understand like, okay, in Latin it says like whoever possesses the rock. So I guess if you touch the rock and you say out loud, whatever your wish is, you get that wish. But then we find out it, there's a monkey paw aspect of it and the wish isn't really what you really completely wish for. It's got some caveats to it. And then when Max were, or Pedro Pascal's character, or even Christine's character, uh, he now can take something from you. It sort of becomes an exchange rock. I'm just like, okay, I guess. But then it's established that you get one wish. From my understanding, Cheetah got two wishes. Uh, I, I was a little bit confused on on that whole aspect of it. And then it's like the second time I was able to fit in pieces to understand like how Pedro Pascal's character possibly knew about this rock from the jump and everything. Mm -hmm. Like I understand there was a receipt in it. The, the rock is being looked at by the FBI. Uh, the FBI lends this rock to the Smithsonian Museum to identify it and everything, but they just don't happen to notice the receipt for who the fucking buyer of, of said illegal merchandise is in the in the actual box itself. And uh, she just and well, I'll just pass on through that part. But it be it just became to get a little bit more sillier, where I'm just escaping solid foundations of logic just to advance the story. Like, I understand, like, yeah, we need the story to progress and everything. 
and that when this random dude who exists, he didn't just mm-hmm. get just poofed in the, in the reality, he becomes inhabited by Trevor's spirit. Um, yeah. We see all these other wishes get granted by literally just presto changeo, it's there now. You know, nuclear missiles just popping on, on the screen and, and whatever the fuck it is, forces coming out of the thing. But when she wishes for Trevor, which she does violently, she doesn't say out loud, uh, you don't get that. You get his soul inhabited into another person's body, which, okay, maybe because the person's already dead, I guess maybe we don't want to go there with, with the aspect of actually physically bringing, creating something, even though other things were kind of created. Okay, I guess. But it's like, I, my understanding of Diana is being like a morally good person and everything. And then we get into this whole weird aspect of, okay, she's fine. And she speaks on it that she knows that this dude is somebody will, and knows that he's not there anymore. But whatever, I got Trevor back. I'm cool with it. We're just going to sleep together. And all I want to do is just lie here in your arms and, and spend whatever weeks in bed with you and stuff. And then after a while, she's like, well, I guess we should go see what, what this magic rock is that brought you back kind of stuff. And I was just like, I wasn't as outraged about it, but a lot of people that I've seen talk about it online were just like, yo, that's highly problematic. And uh, if this was a role reversal between like, let's say if it was Superman and all of a sudden it's Lois Lane is inhabiting some other female's body and he's just like, yo, we're, we're just gonna have sex, whatever, people would be like, yo, that's crazy fucked up and it's a violation of someone else's body and stuff. And I'm like, I see that point. It, it wasn't the first thing that clicked in my head, but it's pretty fucking valid or whatever. And it's something that I would imagine that somebody who has a high moral compass as Wonder Woman has had would have like realized, be like, yo, or whatever. Whoever this person was, he doesn't fucking exist anymore. He has a house. He's got an apartment, he has a career or whatever. He, he has a life, but he's just gone for, for whatever reason. And that doesn't concern her in the slightest bit just because it's, I got my boo back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a campy love story. And I wanted to see Diana be the, the Amazon princess warrior. I, I don't need her to go around snapping necks because in, um, Man of Steel, obviously, that became a huge talking point and problematic when he snapped Zod's neck and stuff, and that was real polarizing. So she doesn't need to go out, like, brutalizing people and stuff like that, but I didn't... It felt really, really, really love story-ish to just be all wrapped up in fucking Trevor and and everything. And I'll get back to the, the whole... Her, some of the stuff that she says, but... As the story then further progresses with some of this, the, the leaps in logic, where Trevor, all of a sudden now we're having a, another fish out of water story because we had a fish out of water story in the first one where Diane is, is understanding, true. oh, wow, that does that, that does that, that's cool. Now we get a whole changing montage where with clothing, with, with Stephen, just like, yeah, come on, let, let, let's let's keep the story going. I don't need, I need, yeah, maybe he tries on like two, three outfits, that's fine, but it just seemed to carry on really, really long. And for he he's a world war one pilot 
or whatever, 1916 through 1918 era or whatever. He's flying a biplane, a propeller biplane or whatever. Yep. For him to be able to physically jump into a fighter jet is is offensive. <laughs> like my my uh, my dad's in the Air Force. Lilo's father, my father-in-law, is a Air Force pilot. He flew A-10 Warhawks. He flew that plane, that the F-111 Aardvark or whatever. For somebody who has not even been around jet engines and, and was flying planes, biplanes that have just like a Gatling gun, nose of it, like you're like you're the Snoopy Red Baron, for him to be able to just hop in a fucking decommissioned plane, which is at the Smithsonian Museum, it's, it's something that doesn't work, that's now magically filled up, ready to go, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. be able to hop in it and yeah, fly the fuck off or whatever. It'd be like so, it was like a fight at a museum and i'm gonna push back on you a little bit so you you made one good point the other point wasn't that good the point of like having no no actual jet fuel on the plane that's a good point but the point of like not not knowing how to fly a plane like they still basically start the same like he had to go through and like figure out where it was like he went through it he's like he wasn't pressing the wrong the right buttons at first but he could fucking he didn't know how an escalator worked he didn't know how to fucking escalator work okay. on the sidewalk. You can't tell me he's going to be able to be like, oh, I'm in a... Okay. I'm in a, that would be like me walking... Es- escalator... Like me walking. Go ahead, make your ridiculous point. <laughs> yeah, okay. That would be like me walking a starch. Yes, yeah, somebody that has lived in the 20s, just all of a sudden to understand computer systems on a, on a fucking... Air, on, a, on a jet. No, that's... No, because... That's not... No, because back in the... T- if, if you took somebody from the 1900s, the early 1900s, that drove a car, they could drive a car today. They work basically the same. That's why he, when he was yeah. going through, like, how to start shit, he's like, hold on, can give me a second. When he was like, okay. how, do you, how do you start the fuel? Because he was, like, clicking buttons. He's like, oh, that doesn't work. We need to start the fuel first. Then we got to start. Then we got to do blah, blah, blah. Once you start, get, once you start getting it started... Like the the actual mechanics of it are very similar. A propeller uh, plane and a jet engine those. plane. Yes, jet, you have to like jet? tell tell the fuel to start pumping. You have to start it, and you have to know how to use the fucking the throttle to like actually get it like moving. Like those are very similar things. I it's mean, just like if you took somebody from like cars I mean, in the 1900s, early 1900s, they all know that the gas pedal makes you go. You know, you, and you know, it makes you stop. Yeah, and like, the steering wheel changes your direction. It's more complicated, which which is what he mentioned even in the movie, because he was just like, "Oh, that doesn't work," but this this okay, I get it now. Like it wasn't it wasn't instantaneous. He didn't jump in. It was like, "Oh, I get all this." He had to figure it out. Like, it doesn't take long though. The plane doesn't even have a propeller. The propeller thing is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's a, he's never seen it. He's never seen such technology before. That's like me jumping onto the Star Trek Enterprise and be like, yo, I can, I, I know how to fly this. But if they're basically is, the same on problem. how you start it and fly it, then yeah. Like I keep telling you, if you take a car, if you take a fucking Ford Model T and somebody knows how to drive a Model T, they know how to drive a car from today. Well, mm-hmm. They, they I, work I, exactly I, the same. I, I, they I have more bells and whistles. I, I reached out to my father-in-law and I asked him specifically because I was like, you know what? He's flown planes before. And I was like, for example, and I, I texted and talked with him about this. I was like, you flew A-10s. How realistic would you to, for it, you to be able to fly an A-10 to hop into like an F-15? And I, I gave him, and I told him where, what concept it was I was talking about. 
he's flown both before. Where he's flown the A10, he's flown the F F111, and he was like, no, that 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 wouldn't fucking happen. He's like, to even for him to be able to fly the A10 to the one planes of the same era, he would he had to go through at least five six months of training. He's like, for somebody to just hop into that is ridiculous. Those are his words to pilot. Okay, so, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you from, from my, I, obviously I can't speak from a, a personal, like your father's personal experience, but from like knowing how to operate things, like it, it doesn't seem that different. It doesn't seem that much of a leap to me to know how to like basically operate things. If, if you took somebody that operated a Model T and you put them in a Tesla, they should know how to fucking Tesla works so they work basically the same. I, we had I to think, like get out there and start they do. first. They basically yeah, they yeah. work the same. I, I think in, I think just from a super layman's perspective, it did seem like movie magic to me. You know, and, and yes, I, I think he he was fumbling around, but I, I think it was a leap. It was some movie magic stuff, for, in my opinion. And again, I liked it. I don't think it was this terrible plot hole that like hurt my mind uh, to to conceptualize it. He is a great pilot, but he's 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 fish out of water well, it was, I, I get it well, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was it was way less than the obvious just, of like flying through fucking fireworks that was a huge problem yeah it was but yeah, yeah that was my my next whole point or whatever and so he, the, the plane takes off the decommissioned plane takes off and goes into the fucking air or whatever and he's mind blown by the concept of seeing fireworks because i have no idea i mean wait hold on that, that really quick you you keep bringing up a decommissioned plane, but I've been on a decommissioning battleship, and it still was able to sail. So, I mean, just because it may be decommissioned may not be in service, okay. but it can still travel. Just doesn't have weapons. Decommissioned fighter jets sitting in museums aren't going to be gassed up, and you're aren't going to be able to start them up and fucking yeah, take that, off down a runway and take them off. And yeah, that, that's so I will I'll agree that it won't it wouldn't be gassed up for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's still operable if no if it did have well, no if you're in a museum no. that shit doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, that, they, that, they, that'd they be a huge liability. Like, if they did something like you know, if if Wonder Woman had said like, oh, we we have these fire planes that they're in the process of decommissioning, and this one hasn't been touched yet, that that could have filled in that fucking plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have been chilling there or whatever. But I'll, I'll I'll go on. So we get into the invincible jet aspect of it. So the uh, I don't know. She 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 talks about yeah. There's this one time whatever my my father had to uh, turn to uh, to mess. Uh, Invisible, blah, blah. I've I've never done it before except this one time with a coffee cup or whatever. And we, she's in a weakened power state at this point because Trevor exists. We saw she had trouble opening the lock to even get into the garage. She couldn't she couldn't break the lock. But as whatever she decides, she focuses really hard and turns said plane invisible plane vanishes off the radar which no that wouldn't it's not really how what the fuck come on man don't nitpick don't get too it, nerdy it's a magic don't plane. get too nitpicky with this shit that is nitpicky nitpicky was the video game cabinets which i said i passed on this but you said it anyway 
<laughs> I, I did. Did you not hear what I said? I, I specifically this. said other people oh are saying this. God. I didn't notice it at the time. Uh, I, I, he, let, he let that go. He let that go. But yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It, I, I will admit, but but it is. I mean, she li- Diana does literally say, uh, "Steve, you're not. I don't know how to explain this to you, but radar is something where they can see us, even if you know you're in the clouds or whatever." And and then they do the the little magic stuff with the the invisible jet and. I don't. I mean, we've we've seen movie magic, even alien magic, in in plenty of movies, disappear planes from radar. Like, well, you, right? But then, but then don't you say. Of, um, no, no. If you think of um, <laughs> why would you not? With Timothy Garrett, doesn't show up on any like maps or anything because like they can't fucking find it, and I think that, that that's why they can't see the plane. Like it's they have like all this technology Mascara. to map yeah. the land and stuff like that, but like you don't see. Like nobody's discovered it yet, what, so that's the reason why they the plane doesn't jump in the radar. Yeah, I mean, it's, you look magic. At it's magic. Like I don't understand <laughs> why you're magic. trying to apply fucking science yeah. of radar with magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's what I'm just saying. That we just chalk it up to magic and just keep the the plot plot moving along. Well, just like all of her powers. We... All of, oh, stop! <laughs> the whole fucking movie is based on magic, man. What the fuck are you talking about? You yeah, got a problem? The what? whole movie is based on magic. You got a problem with her fucking lassoing yeah. lightning and fucking clouds and shit? And fucking, I, li- I, I like, I like. <laughs> You're breaking up. Um, hold on, say, hold on. Say what you said oh, again. Shit. You broke up. Say, say what you said again. Magic trick. You were breaking up. Say, say what you said like thirty seconds, or five seconds ago. I was saying when you establish the rules of the universe and the magic that already exists, I am completely fine with it. And then say, then whatever happens later on you using said magic don't all of a sudden be like yo there's this magic thing that happened and we're gonna do it right now boom uh yeah we did it oh yeah because the magic or whatever like no like what that could explain in the if she hadn't talked about it rather than in the heat of the moment being like yo there's this time i made something invisible hey so i'm gonna do it right now like i that's just to me that's lazy whoa whoa, whoa. she did Wait, we just talked about this before. We she mentions that Themyscira is invisible. What I just fucking say? What but I just say? You, well, you were breaking up, so we actually had no idea. She mentioned it in the in the plane when the plane's taken off. Can, can I can I just quickly say I I miss being able to do this in the same room. We, can't nobody break down a movie like that? Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> Okay, go, go ahead. All right, she's in the plane. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the, the whole plane. I've been going on for a long time, just up to try to fucking speed it up or whatever. Like, and then we, when, as the, as the plot per, I say magic rock, and she talks about like the languages of the gods and yeah, there were evil gods and stuff like that. That would have been fucking awesome to explain in the beginning part of the movie, back in the day when she was a kid and stuff like that to establish my understanding of what it is that she is aware of, what is going on in this world, and all this other stuff. That would have been fucking awesome, and I would have loved it, and I would have ate it up with a spoon to explain to her about all these evil gods, their names, uh, their ability to sort of uh, enchant objects and stuff like that. That would have been really cool, but when it's two hours into the movie and wishes have already been granted, we're finding out, all right, there's this monkey paw aspect of it, and her being like, yes, 
That's right. My dad told me about back in the day, <laughs> there, there were evil gods, and evil gods did this. I just don't know which evil god it was. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Explain that like a little bit sooner or whatever, and I, 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 okay. I I'm completely fine with it. So in the first okay. movie, who was the, in, the, in, the, in the first movie, who was the villain? In the oh, first, uh, Ares. Zeus, dude. Yeah, Ares. Ares, Ares. What was he the god of? War. Ares is the god of war. And when did you know that in the movie, in the first movie? That he was the actual villain in the movie and he was the god of war. It was way later in the movie. You didn't even know who the fuck he was. Well, no, no, well, no, no, I got a point. That's not quite, I did see it just recently. You do get, even towards the beginning... Uh, the re whole reason why she's leaving Themyscira is because she's, she wants to uh, chase after the god of war because Trevor tells her about the war to end all wars. So you, you do get some of that in the beginning. Yeah, but it's the like... I'm... My, my, my it's of, of how stuff breaks along in Wonder Woman 1 is a little bit rusty right now, so I can't I, I can't comment fully on, on how that whole well, thing breaks even, down. Even... I, I love Wonder Woman 1. Oh. Wait, wait. So, so Stitch, you have an issue with a magical jet, but you're okay with Spidey not showing signals of his spider senses? We already went through this. Don't bait him. Don't bait him with Spidey. Don't bait him with Spidey. Let's stay focused on Don't do it. Up here drinking your twisted tea. Yeah, let me. He's on pause, so let me let me get a couple quick. Let me get a couple quick things in. In terms of some things that I really did enjoy, and I think that this is kind of important. Um, at towards the very end with Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord, you know, some people didn't like it, some people loved him, whatever. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. You actually see quite a bit of his backstory in terms of him being a victim of uh, a home with domestic violence yeah. uh, and abuse uh, towards him by his father, being a bedwetter, being bullied. Uh, oh, watching his mom getting beat? Watching his mom literally getting beat let's be very very clear to my knowledge in pg-13 comic book movies and you tell me if i'm wrong if you can think of one off the top of your head i hadn't seen even glimpses of of, of that serious issue of domestic violence really being touched upon despite it being certainly something that we've all talked about is uh part of the mythology with um hank pym and ant-man the original ant-man and whatnot in the avengers obviously uh, you know mcu didn't want to touch that at all I actually respect them for actually going there uh, with that. And then secondly, I really do respect the fact that uh, there is overt sexual harassment in this movie. Well, um, uh, and uh, both Cheetah and Diana, yeah, both Cheetah and our, uh, Diana are experiencing it. Obviously, uh, Diana uh, handles it very differently from Cheetah. Diana saves uh, Cheetah or, or Dr. Minerva from a potential rape. Let, let's just yeah. call it what oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, I mean, more to your point, well, uh, your point number one about, you know, saying domestic violence is because we all know why we respect it. It's because you hate women. So we know you love to see it. So it's all good. Damn. Another pothole in the movie is that, like, maybe I missed it, but, like, the whole health with Max Lore, like, how come, like, it wasn't the wishes that were making him get all fucked up, or was it, like, his health condition to begin with was all fucked Yeah, it was up? the first thing that, this is what they didn't explain well. The first, it, anytime somebody makes a wish, it, they, it, the wish takes from you. 
So it yeah. has, it has yeah. to take something from you. That, that's why Diana lost her powers. It wasn't because um, that Cheetah wished for her powers. It's the fact that she wished for her um, for Steve to come back. That's the reason why she lost yep. some okay. of her power. And I got that later on in the movie. Well, the first impression I got was that, like, okay, when you make a wish, like, when you make a wish, somebody else that makes a wish can steal whatever abilities you have. That's the that's the first impression I got at first. That's why I was like, what the fuck is going on with this whole wish thing? Like, yeah. it, it the, wasn't really written very well. Yeah, no, the, the the reason the wish thing was is so Maxwell Lord could keep living. That's the reason why he was getting all fucked up, is because yep. he, he made a wish. He basically became the gin. He became the wishes. But for mm-hmm. the for that to happen, the wish had to take from him, like the the stone yeah, had to take yeah. from him. That's why that's why I had to keep granting wishes at any cost so that he can take from them. Yep. And that's why in the end he needed to take from all the wishes to like make himself better. Um, they didn't do it. Now, I... go ahead. No, go ahead. No, sorry, I didn't mean to be something. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say I, I don't think that a lot of people really understood that, and I can understand why they didn't understand that. Um, it's easy to like misunderstand. Because it, it's only mentioned like really once in the whole movie, yep. um, and that's easy. It's easy to miss. So the thing that I did miss, and I'm going to watch it for a second time again. I enjoyed it as a whole, but it, it, it should have been to me made much clearer the second wish aspect of Barbara because she's already super strong, she's already popular, she already has all the things that she says that she wanted, and then. There was this giant leap of, especially for people who aren't familiar with the character Cheetah, to go from having being almost demigod level power strength, and then I want to be an apex predator cat. Yeah. That that I, part was that was that was a leap that should have been explained to me a bit better. Well, I mean, she says she wanted to be an, I, an apex predator, and they just kind of picked a random one. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, well, I mean, I'm glad they didn't have her. Well, I like that. I like they didn't have her like, or like shark. a crazy cat lady. Like she had like she always wore leopard prints, or she had like a cheetah on her desk, and that's why she became a cheetah. Like I'm glad they didn't do that route with her. Yeah, but it, it's still when, when I hear apex predator. I mean, there, there's uh, obviously people, anybody who loves animals. There's like several dozen apex predators. Well, it just seemed very random that okay, now I'm cat, so cat cheetah lady, lady <laughs> you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's like somebody mentioned a lion. It's like, I mean, lions are apex predators, but they also hunt in packs. So, um, cheetahs don't hunt in packs. They're just a, a jaguar, you know, yeah. an eagle is an apex. I mean, you can go on and on. Yeah, a great white shark. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. That would have been the best. King she just, King well, King guess what? Shark. You're a shark I mean, now. So, guess you're dead. Yeah. I mean, that would have been fucked up if she was turned into King Shark because there is a shark man <laughs> in, a, in DCU. I'd be like, oh, shit. That's, I didn't expect that. But yeah, You know what? Also, I, I, got, I got confused with, uh, when on my second watch through. That's sort of the part where I just finished and I, I was didn't have time to sort of rewatch and make sure I completely understood it because she does specifically say, oh, I want to be Diana. Or whatever mm-hmm. and all that stuff so that was clear blown she wished that and then in time after that whole scene that takes place in the, the white house uh she gets on the uh the helicopter or plane with uh with max and he says something along the lines about i'm feeling generous he mm-hmm. says i i can remake the rules or i can change the rules or whatever yep. and i'm just like I, that's why I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm, I'm so confused right now. Because it, it made it seem like 
they have to touch Max physically and then say, I wish blah, blah, blah. And then it sort of it's kind of changed where he can kind of like be like, you wish to be rich, don't you? And if the person <laughs> says yes, then that wish is granted. And he, he'll be like, yeah, well, I'm going to take your whatever, your blah, 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 blah. So when she got the second thing, I was really confused. I was like, oh, so there's second ones now? And I was, I was, I couldn't really understand the, how that whole aspect of it worked. And it made it really confusing. Couple of things. Yeah. And, um, it, uh, it's funny. I think, I think Patty Jenkins watched Dragon Ball Z and she was like, okay, you can make wishes <laughs> this way, but then we're going to change the wishes later on in the series. That's how it's going to work. The, the way Get that I just, when he said that, the way I understood it is that she was going to ask for a wish and then he was not going to ask for anything in return. On every other mm. single wish that somebody made, he has something in return. Yeah. So that was that was the well, main that was the main thing. And then also, if you're talking about like the physical contact thing, uh, I guess they were on the same they were touching the same plane. Maybe that was it. If if you want to be like, oh, that's ridiculous, Cronus. Well, motherfucker, granted, wishes through particles. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, that's what I was going well, to get. I mean, yeah, the, the, on the rocket says it's for itself. Yeah, whoever possesses, whoever touches it, and he says, I'm, I'm going to become the rock now. So I had no problem with that. It's not to the particle thing. The, the whole particle thing is when I was like, yo, we're changing shit again. Because yeah, that's, that's he's in the White House. They're explaining how it works. And he's like, well, what's this? And this technology that you just happen to have scribbled up here in the White House or whatever. Okay. And he specifically asked, he's like, uh, the particles you are sending are touching everyone. And the guy says, the president, I'm sorry, not the guy. The president says, it's a figure of speech, but yes. I mean, our president is just the guy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, what the? I'm just Movie, these particles are. Movie magic, man. You got to go with it. But uh, yeah, I, I got a question. I got a question for you guys, though. I got a question. Did, besides Barbara with uh maxwell like obviously uh when he was trying to get the stone or whatever and they're uh, getting kind of hot and heavy i got the did you get the strong impression that like barbara not only admired diana but kind of had a thing for her is, is that just me i wanted i wanted them to go i wanted that romance i would have much rather <laughs> that, not 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 just I being not like that would have been a much compelling storyline. And I thought it was really interesting because there was some sort of weird chemistry going on because at the dinner, you're like, oh, have you ever been in love? Blah, blah, blah. And I was, mm -hmm. just the way that they were interacting and she was looking, I was like, okay. The, I, and maybe, there's, there's, no, there's no man in Men of Men of Men of Men They could have went that route. Yeah. And sort of, and I don't know if there's, in the comics, if there is actually like, from canon where those two have a romantic relationship. I'm not familiar no, with it, Nikita, no, it, the Nikita character itself. It's what I was mentioning nope. at the end of the movie. They don't have a romantic relationship, but they do have a relationship as far as like being on the same team. And it's later on the co it's later on the comics where they are on the same side. So I, I think that's why um, she's at the end of the movie as like still being alive, but probably still has her powers and didn't renounce them because I think it's going to set up a, a, a good relationship between Wonder Woman and Cheetah. And I think it'd be a really good next movie. I don't know who the next villain would be, but it'd be really cool to see them on the same side. They, they have they have a serious friendship and bond yeah. as well. Like actual Barbara 
be prior to Cheetah and all that with Diana. And so, but here, here was the thing that got me. I was just like, okay, you're just meeting her. You're, you're looking all gazing in her eyes and you're like, Hey, you want to go out to dinner? <laughs> you know. <what> yeah. I mean? <laughs> so from that, I thought she just needed a friend. I didn't know she was yeah. trying to lip lick with her. So <laughs> I was just like, I mean, but now that you mention it, I'm going to have to watch again and be like, Oh shit. Maybe they were trying to scissor, you but know. you never know. But uh, even even if Barbara did renounce her powers, there's other objects in the DCU where she can uh, become a cheetah again. Because in the comics, she's cursed. Yeah, she's it. cursed yeah. to uh, she's cursed to like a totem or whatnot. And Diana tries to help her uh, turn back into a human. And there's also. Uh, ones where uh, the longer she stays a cheetah, the longer she's going to be not be able to be cured and stuff like that. What? So that could be that could be addressed or whatnot. So there's plenty of ways for cheetah to come back, even if she did not um, renounce her powers. And honestly, or they, she did. They gave this version of cheetah like the tamest cheetah ever. Like she was not fucking uh, trying to feast on man flesh all the time. You know what I mean? Like, so she, and that was like in the comics. She was like, "I need that man flesh to eat it, mm. not to fucking suck it." She was like eating motherfuckers. So, I think uh, well, this is this is a very tame version of Cheetah. That that it goes back to even though it was before she was Cheetah. It goes back to what I was trying to say. I wanted Minerva to be a little bit more <laughs> more ruthless. Like, I, I'm okay with Wonder Woman not being uh, as ruthless. And for example, you don't see her with a sword uh, sword at all in this one. Uh, it's all rope, which I did like, but um, <laughs> Minerva could have killed that dude who literally tried to rape her, and I would have been like, yeah. "She's yeah." On that that rape aspect of it, it's like I thought it was kind of weird that we're supposed to understand that now she's gone beyond the point of no return because she beat up a guy that's trying to sexually assault her. Yeah, like, I was like, I, I was like. Why, why all of a sudden are we looking at her like she's the bad person this whole fucking thing? Yeah. And the, yeah. The, the other homeless dude is like, yo, Barbara, what are you doing? Or, yeah. Or, you no, know, he, he, like, yeah, he, 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 this is the second time he tried to fucking, whatever, stick his dick in me or whatever, whatever the fuck he's yeah. trying to, to do. Now, he is, I, he's, defi- he's, definitely un- he's definitely unconscious. He's definitely been taken out. So, I, on, on one hand, I'm like, okay, yes, it would be basically killing of someone who's in a coma who's a bad person an evil fucked up guy but at the same time if you're a villain i, I think it would have made sense for the plot quite a bit no. so can we can we touch a little bit on the on the on the on one woman running yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i talk about the whole flying and hair breathing and stuff like that but her whole running thing was like uh, it was like it was like watching fucking Smallville with like Tom Wellington running and, and plays. It was like <laughs> like you could be able to like it was it was kind of bad. I mean, but you guys, what was your guy take on the whole? Yeah, running? they could have done like the the Flash I, thing. You know, I, I think they should have just used the Flash effect. To be honest with you, I mean, it was kind of odd, but I mean, they had to show that how she was faster than everybody else. But I think w- when you want to do speed using the flash effect is more effective on showing speed because it, it, it seems way more it yeah. seems way less awkward than running like you know t1000 so. it, it was like she was on like they had her on a on a harness and they yeah. were like rolling her through the city and she was like running but like she wasn't touching the ground but they made it look like she was on the ground it was just, I, it just I, wasn't my, really well done oh, oh go ahead old i was gonna say what you described is literally what they did 
for her, at least when she's in DC running. Like when she's in, um, what is she, George or Cairo? When she's in Cairo running, they just show her upper body and stuff, and it's like the running sequence looks super awkward, and she like cocks her head to the side, <laughs> and I'm like, is she really running, or are they just like, like speed up the camera to the? Yeah, it's kind of weird. But what Blue just described though is what they did for the run scene in um, in DC. They put her on a harness. Her and her stunt woman, they had like a conveyor belt to where it made her speed past everybody else. And she had to run onto it and then it picked up where she was. She had to match its speed and whatnot. And then they hoist her up onto the harness. So that's pretty much how they pulled it off. I mean, what you described is what they did. Like, so according to they according didn't need to, to the, do the quicks I was gonna say they didn't need to do like the quicksilver like where effect or the flash effect where everything is just super slow around them. But it just looked really weird that like her legs are sort of moving at like a really but she's just covering like crazy ground or whatever and i i just it just looked a little bit wonky to me. well the weird thing is that if if you're actually if you're this is what from like a physics standpoint if you're super strong and you're running fast you would sort of look like that if you were running because you would have so much strength in your legs that you'd be bounding way more forward than a normal person so, but in, it's in still, terms it's... of, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, just say, in terms of DC mythology, like folks don't appreciate the fact that both Wonder Woman and Cheetah are top ten in, in like the, the speed category, and they, they are fast as fuck. They're supposed to be. I will, I will concede. You don't get a true appreciation for either character's real speed. Yes, they're faster than a human. Uh, and you do you do see that, but you don't really get a a relative speed for the for the stand from the standpoint of they're fast even for superhero alien standpoint well, they're fast as fuck. I think that with Cheetah's speed they did a way better job because she looked fast as fuck. Like she looked Ruth like when she was like whipping Wonder Woman's ass like she looked really fast and overwhelming, and I think they did a really good job with her. It didn't seem so far fetched of like that one running scene when Wonder Woman like running down the the street when she like looked awkward running down the street. With Cheetah, though, the way that she was moving, because obviously it was CGI, um, she looked like the real deal as far as speed goes, because she was fast all the time and using different angles and just constantly attacking. I thought that was a really cool effect that they did. She was cat-like. I'll give her that. Yeah. She was very cat-like. Yeah. So, so then on the on the very last part, I guess, you still the, hating? the movie, the fuck? Uh, where she confronts... <laughs> now get it out. It's no, no, no. I, I appreciate this. I, I need I need answers because uh, when she has the con confrontation where Max is is granting all these wish granted granted like he's like he's Oprah or whatever uh, <laughs> she can't get to him why because it looks like just the wind is blowing really hard and she can't physically. It's get the, there. Am I missing something? I didn't get to that part of my second watch. There is a wind from the wishes that happen. Can I can I can I just say this really quickly? Because I went back and watched the first Wonder Woman, there there is precedent. With Ares, if you recall, in that fight, she tries to use uh, the lasso of truth as well during that uh, battle scene, and because of the power or strength of Ares or aura, whatever, she's not she's unable to use it. So the rope is is basically reflected or can't get onto Ares at all, and you see that with Pedro okay. as well. And he was well, getting you know, she got it on him, though. The, the very... Yeah, but it, it took a while. 
Oh. At first, she wasn't able to get it on there. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. And then at, when when shit does get back to normal or whatever, and I'll, I'll overlook the part on, on how fucking Max can somehow get back into the presidential helicopter after he doesn't have <laughs> presidential powers, fly all the way back and get his son, whatever. But, Movie magic. Um, yeah. So when the wishes are renounced, history doesn't just vanish. That shit did technically still happen. Correct? Because it, I mean... Yes. It won't be what just fucking happened or whatever. So the whole entire world being pretty much launching nuclear weapons at one at one another, they all remember <laughs> that and, and they all knew just after the fact, like, oh shit, we have missiles coming for us. Russia fired at us. Oh shit, the United States are firing shit on. Like that still happened. And I would imagine that there are ramifications to all this other crazy shit was going on in the world between of like the Middle East uh, and other countries with world conflict or whatever, but it just kind of seems glossed over in terms of like where we go from here. We fuck to his son. I don't even know if Max is in jail or not or whatever. And we get the Diana, I mean, sorry, the um, Linda Carter scene, which I thought was great. I love seeing Linda Carter. She's fucking. Ageless. Still looks good. Um, Led to look real good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I gotta see your hips though. I'm confused in like. terms of the ramifications of everything that fucking just happened with essentially the entire world being on fire and <laughs> so I guess there's no what what where are they gonna pretend like that didn't happen? I don't know. That seems like there's a lot of questions. Uh, I mean, uh, if, if you can kill half the universe and the, the MCU and everybody, but everybody be fine about that. Nobody really talked about it, about, hey, you probably got a relationship after like four or five years of everybody being dead, probably your spouse or whatever, then I can let that go. Like, that's just, yeah, just talk about the movie magic. Because, <laughs> like, seriously, there, there's plot holes in all, all of these, okay. you know, superhero movies have their issues with shit like that. Where, like, you have a major world event, and then all of a sudden the next movie, everything's fine. That's how yeah, I mean, work. we have, I, I mean, I, I, I it's what, 40 years between 84 and Donna Justice? So, just well, I, I don't want to rewatch Batman versus Superman or whatever, really, ever again. So, how was it that Batman found Wonder Woman? Wonder 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 photos. Yeah, photo. photos. There was that one photo from yeah. World War One. But they met at a, at, at a Lex Luthor's party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he, he had already been researching. That was kind of confused on in terms of if they're all, all connected, all these movies are supposed to be connected, or if Wonder Woman itself, uh, 2017, and then Wonder Woman 84 are their yeah. own separate Batman, thing, Batman versus, and we're not supposed to tie it with others. Ladies. Now, Batman, Batman versus Superman and Justice League might not be canon. <laughs> we're talking about making that you know, whole other fucking universe. <laughs> they they, they might away. They might do some weird shit. It, it, it's loosely connected. It's more connected to, obviously, the first Wonder Woman than it is anything else. But, but oh, really quickly, one other quick thing I, I did think that was touching. I missed it, and I someone spoiled it for me on Twitter. Remember Steve Trevor's secretary? When you oh, see yeah. that, when you see that, that quick lady. photo of her with someone on, basically at Ellis Island on a boat or whatever, that's her yeah. with the older version of Steve Trevor's secretary. So I thought that was kind of a nice touch. <laughs> oh, for some reason, close I that loose. I thought that was Steve's mom for some reason. 
Yeah, yeah, they, did, they didn't know. explain it very well. Yeah, and That's also there's a picture of her at his ranch. Mm -hmm. yeah. What did you say in blue? No, I was saying like it was clear that that was the lady because like they're all going through like the pictures and photo shoots like how time had passed by. I'm like, oh, that's so that's the lady that it was Steve Trevor's uh, secretary. But yeah. I don't know. It's... The CGI work in this so, movie wasn't that great. It... So is this a is this a top ten comic book movie of all time? Like you uh, were screaming from the from the mountains, Prodigy. <laughs> so I'm gonna say for me. I'm still chewing on it. I need to see it one more time. It's definitely for my personal taste in the top 15, um, maybe even top 12, but I, I, I have to see it one more time to truly evaluate it fairly. Again, I, I did like this. It, it left me with a whole bunch of hope. Um, it, 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 I even, I'm actually going to say this. I actually liked it a little bit better than the first one. Um, it, it, again, it just, I, I it was kind of inspiring. I liked the, the, the hopeful aspect of it, not in a non-cynical way. And I like her using the, the lasso of truth as her primary weapon. I really do. We also got and to I, use I, I, I like Pedro. Cool. Uh, yeah, the Pedro's stuff with the tiara. I, I, I dug what they were trying to put down. I like her being less naive, even though the first one, it certainly worked because she was right out of Themyscira and, and into the world of, that she didn't know. But obviously, she's more seasoned, seasoned and aware in in this one. And <laughs> Pedro Pascal's had a good year, man. I, I'll just oh, say yeah. that he. I'll say he that. Wait, from... wait, wait, before, before you say that, did you watch We Can Be Heroes on Netflix yet? I saw half and of I it because my because way. my kids <laughs> like. Yeah, I, I saw half of it, or maybe a third of it, because my kids are enjoying it. But it, it, it's not my type of movie. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you have a number rating for it? Yeah, Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm Here, still chewing. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I will tell you this. I'm somewhere in the eights. I'm not at nines, but I'm somewhere in the eights. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I usually give it, like, probably top ten, if not top five, DC movies. Oh, yeah, that's sure. pretty safe to say. Um, I, I think it's it's still, a, a you know, a, a good movie. I definitely enjoyed it. I, I I would give it a solid eight. Mm. Yeah, because if you want to, if if you you can nitpick any fucking comic book movie, because they all, all these comic book movies they they bend reality, they they have plot holes of some sort, they have things that cannot be explained. But then there's always like magic or some shit you can't explain. It's the way fucking comics work. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be fantastical. <laughs> mm. So Go ahead. Me, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this movie a seven. Uh, seven out. You know. Like, yeah, just a solid seven. It's a little ab it was like I said. It was I. I enjoyed it. There were some continuity issues and like I don't know. I probably watched it again, but I will probably turn off like my my vivid mode on my TV because sometimes it kind of it kind of boosts up the too bright. <laughs> the uh, frame per second or whatever. Oh. So yeah, I got I got to change that up and see what it looks like after that. But uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give it a seven. Um, I think it's as far as DC movie wise, I I think it's. I would say Man of Steel is probably like, uh, I would say, yeah, it's probably in the top five because it's like Man of Steel, Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman one, and then this one. I I, I enjoyed Man of Steel. Batman vs Superman was okay when you watched the how the, hold the fuck on the ultimate. How the fuck was Batman not like no no Batman movie is in your fucking on your list? Well, for 
I, I don't take the Christopher Nolan movies and stuff as part of the MCEU. I'm just saying. It's just like, okay. No, the DCEU, sorry. I'm talking about, like, you know, the whole, like, you know, they're trying to do okay. the Avengers I route gotcha. type deal. Uh, uh, if, if, uh, if I throw that shit in there, one will be, like, number 10 or some shit. Okay. <laughs> Old Ninja? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm with Blue. I would give this a definitely a solid 7 for me. Um... Uh, I think the first film was vastly superior. Um, I felt there was more hopefulness in the first one. Uh, I think part of it was because of her naivety, which worked out, I think, better in the first film. But I I enjoyed this film, but I don't think it surpassed the first one. Um, I do think... Uh, I hope... I feel like this is setting up more events for the DCEU that we're going to see later on. Um... But yeah, there are certain things that, like, we're discussing here that there's two... There are certain things in the film that could have been explained better. And to me, that's what dropped it down a bit. Um, some of the effects weren't as stellar as we're used to from other films. But um, overall, I enjoyed the film, but I don't think it was better than the first film. Um, definitely top five of the DCEU for sure for me. Um, but overall... It was just like, you know, decent. It wasn't like, I wasn't blown away. Put it that way. All right, let's go Ebenezer. Uh, the Realist says that this was a four. Ooh, um, this was, a four? This was better than Suicide Squad. Suicide okay. Squad is still at the the very bottom. Um, Wait, you saw Bear, did, Bird of Paradise. That's not lower? Birds of Prey? Birds of Paradise. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Keep fucking up that name. I love it. Ooh, that's so fucking hilarious. Oh my god. I'm still trying to digest Birds of Prey because that was bad. However, I think that they were true to Harley's character. Like the plot and the story didn't make sense and, and all this other dumb shit, but at least they understood the character. I felt like this was a major step back from the first Wonder Woman in terms of the character building that they did with Diana. Uh, so yeah. Four. God um, damn. Four. So uh, here's what I gotta ask. If if you put this against the X-Men movies... Oh, jeez. Like, because wasn't Dark Phoenix... Dark Phoenix was like around a four for you. You're saying this is on that level. Just to be clear. I... That's a good question because that did pop in my in my mind or whatever. And I'm a X Men fanboy. My fucking daughter's named after an X Men. My dog's named after a fucking X Men character. Um, and I've said before many times, all those X Men movies are bad, except for, in my opinion, First Class and X Two. Um, this is better than Apocalypse. Um, okay. I would have Dark Dark Phoenix. Uh, I didn't like Dark Phoenix, but it's like, it's so weird because it's like, I knew what I was going into with these X-Men movies. Like I've conditioned myself from just pain and misery since, <laughs> since X3 or whatever. So I don't have high expectations and they still disappoint me or whatever. Um, I, and I don't want to contradict myself and someone to be like, well, you gave this number to, to one of the X-Men movies, but um I, I think this is better than the X-Men movies, except for okay. First Class and uh, X in that logjam. Fair. I mean, it is what it, it is. What it is. 
This is this is why people love Logan. Logan I, I keep I keep forgetting, but Logan is obviously in its own tier itself. But yeah. Okay. All right, where are we going next, there man? Uh, should we actually should we talk about some of the real stuff that's been going on? I mean, we had a fucking Christmas Day bombing, goddammit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love superheroes too, but shit, I, I was shocked as fuck about this. What did you guys think of, they arrested the guy. I, I wasn't oh, shocked. I'm sorry, the, the guy died, my bad, my bad. Yeah, he died. I got his foot? They found, they identified him, I mean. I got his bathroom, but I'll, I'll make two points, all right, before I use the bathroom. Two points. One, I was not surprised that there was a, a bombing on Christmas Day. And two, I wasn't surprised mm -hmm. of the the person that did it. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. They did not even dance around the whole aspect of uh, suicide bomber, <laughs> like flat out. You know, this, this was not categorized in that way. Um, I I don't have his name like readily handy, but, but um, Fuck yeah. this was this is yeah. a. I don't want to look him up to give recognition to his name because the guy was an asshole for. I'd love to say that he's Yeah, but I mean, he. This is Nashville, Tennessee, Christmas morning, and uh, destruction of a whole lot of property. I don't think anybody died other than him, but no matter, right. this was a huge bombing. What did you guys the, get? This is what. It's so. I don't even know. Can't think of the proper word to describe just how underreported. Yeah. Uh, this this has been. Anthony Warner, and I, it's just my personal preference. I have no problem saying these idiots' names because uh, I hope that anybody that connected with this person, if they were complicit or whatever, drag them or whatever, dog walk them and shame, shame their fucking names or whatever. Um, it, it happened on Christmas, and it's like, this is where it gets weird, and I've been kind of trying to look into it and just keep my ears open, but it's like, I feel like I have to do digging to get information on what happened like yeah it wasn't blasted what this dude's name was i had to go like look to see what this dude even looked like or, or try to even find like a backstory on this guy um all i knew was that there was it was described as a um an intentional explosion which is some words i've never fucking heard before ever used ain't that some uh, wordsmithing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> An intentional explosion. Can you can you can you say it simpler for me or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Suicide bomber is. I mean, intentional explosion. They're so fucking cute and kitty with these words now. It's like it's like mm -hmm. Disney is trying to uh, to rewrite <laughs> headlines and stuff like that. We're just gonna make this. It's Christmas, so let's make let's make it family friendly. So we'll use yeah. intentional explosion or whatever. It, it, it was a snow um, bombing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's thankfully killed. I think initially they said maybe three people were injured, but I was when it was first reported, I was like, "How the fuck is nobody fucked up?" Because yeah. they, what was coming out, it was like downtown Nashville. I've never been to Nashville, but I, I've heard Nashville's an amazing fucking city. It's like mm -hmm. kind of like Austin, where it's like you can just walk up and down the streets, drink, hear all kinds of live music, and it, it's a blast. So I was like, "Oh shit, that's." It's fucking crazy, but I then you hear all these details about like I guess the police knew beforehand that there was a bomb in there. And I've heard things about I guess there was music playing or some sort of announcement coming from the vehicle that 
There was like it's the, gonna uh, an audio of a countdown. That's what I heard. Yeah. So I, I yeah, and it's it sucks because I would love to hear the, how this whole thing was discovered, how they found out it was a bomb or whatever in there, and how they ended up clearing the area. Uh, if it was self de de detonated, or if it just went off when the countdown got to zero, if it, or if the person, I guess the person was inside alive and maybe he said it all. I don't, I have no fucking idea because no, there's no widespread reporting on it. Um, but thankfully nobody else got killed except for the dude, Anthony Warner, that did it. I haven't heard anything about his motivations except that um, there was an, an ex-girlfriend that said, he said that he was going to be remembered forever kind of deal and that possibly the police or the FBI, somebody was told about this months ago. But I would love to have like a major news outlet like fucking look into this and uh, you can let us know why there was a fucking suicide bombing uh, on American soil in a major metropolitan city on Christmas. Like, and why the president of the United States is just ho-hum about it. Golfing. Didn't even know. mention the shit. Hasn't called yeah. Nashville he, mayor. He, he was golfing. He was golfing. He was golfing. <laughs> the fuck? I'm so confused. I was like, did this even really not... happen? Was this a, a hoax? I'm not confused. <laughs> Listen. I hate to sound kind of fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. But I'm going to sound kind of, kind of racist. All right. The president knew what most brown people know in America. And nobody brown in America going to fucking bomb anything in fucking Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Nobody. So he knew, like most people knew, that it was likely domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. Which, that's what it was. It was another person that will get... Probably a footnote in in history of, of a laundry list of people that are Caucasian that have done horrific things in this country. That you know we we focus on just the brown people for some reason. Well, I know what the reason is, but you know it. We every time you see a fucking school shooting, who the fuck's the shooter usually? Ninety nine percent of the time, who's the shooter? I mean, come on, and and these are. And people want to talk about black on black violence, but why don't you talk about these people that are also committing acts of violence? Why isn't this a big deal in 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 America right now? I don't understand why why, why it gets why people get so uncomfortable while talking about it. Um, it it's it's fucking bullshit, and um, people need to like wake up and see like hey like especially right now. The reason why I said I wasn't surprised right before I left is because you have this this president who ran his campaign on Make America Great Again, the only th the way that most people like me take that is, when are you talking about? Like, when was America great besides, like, up until, you know, 2016? When was it better for us? Was it in fucking 1945? Was it in 1950? Was it in 1960s, 1970s, 1980s? When are you talking about? Like, seriously. He probably wasn't talking about the fucking 80s or 90s. Because he was dog whistling all his fucking, all his stupid ass followers. Because he knew it was a time where white people were on top. Guess what? You're still fucking on top. Yep. Like, you're still there. But the fact that, you know, you have to share a little bit, that's where people get fucking angry about it. And the fact that the people that are that are poor white Americans, they, they now have uh, an enemy to point at, at brown people. It's fucking wrong. You're not poor because of brown people. You're poor because of the same reason... The same reason that I was poor. 
is because the fucking corporations don't give a shit about you. It's because when they when they build a fucking cage, they're building it for everybody that happens to be at that same income level. All right. So the fact that you got included is just the the state eating their own. Like they don't give a fuck about you. Um, and the fact that you had this guy talking about MAGA this, MAGA that, you know, for years and years and years, and then now he lost a he lost an election. He lost an election. All right. The what the fact that this is a fucking argument at this point is the problem. This is why I'm I'm not surprised that this happened. I'm not I'm surprised that it hasn't happened more. I'm surprised that there is there hasn't been more violence that has happened because yep. of this. Because you have this president that keeps saying that he didn't lose the election. Um, we're gonna fight for this. You know, proud boys, stand back, stand by. All this other fuck. All this other dog. It's not even fucking dog whistling. It's not a goddamn megaphone so at this point. Yeah. It, <laughs> so. The fact that people don't really seem to understand that kind of shit, you know, or just try to pretend that they don't understand that kind of shit, it's like he's inciting these things in a certain population of America. And they're going to answer. And these are, this is some of the answering, you know? I mean, come on. Like, who the fuck are we fooling here? What? I'm what's I'm weird gonna is, really... like, I, I try, I try, sorry, real quick. I try to Google, like, the, I, I typed in, I Googled, Cruz bombing Nashville 2020 Trump, and there's n like the first three pages. There's nothing about Trump saying anything about it. I mean, only thing I, only thing they show is that Trump was playing golf when it all happened. Because he knows that that it would it would it would hurt, it, it would damage himself to his base. Yep, he don't give a shit. And it's people were more outraged at the Walgreens already painted and trash cans being lit on fire. Than they were yeah. about a fucking suicide bomber in an RV full of explosives going off in a downtown area in a major metropolitan city. Like the yeah. first but time no, I heard about this, I'm so like, pissed. The broken windows at the Target. These people are out of control. I don't care if they're they're upset because police are are murdering people in the street or whatever. They shouldn't be acting like that. Uh, but yo, on Christmas, this this fucking RV just fucking blew up downtown. I don't care, whatever. That, that, ain't, that ain't my concern right now. It Let's just be really clear. It destroyed several buildings, like a block a block or two. or like It was it was no small explosion. Yeah. What was interesting, too, was that there was a black police officer who was, like, going, like, building a building, telling people, like, hey, there's a bomb, like, getting people out. And he was, he wasn't, he was caught in the blast, but he wasn't killed by it. But, like, his... Like he, he lost his hearing in like in one of his ears, something like that. But like the dude's a fucking hero. Like he, he actually Absolutely. put his life on the line to save people's lives. Yep. Yeah, I want to be I want to be clear about something. Like when I talk about like these, it, it sounds like racist shit. To, but to me, it's not racist. I I call them like I see them. When you when I see a bunch of like gangbangers shooting people, they're in the same realm. All right, they're yep. in the same piece of shit realm. And the fact that. Uh, a lot of the media is so quick to talk about black on black violence and gang violence and all this other bullshit. But then when you have these these people that look a certain way walk into a fucking you know a movie theater and shoot it up, and we don't talk about that, you know. But meanwhile, it's okay to talk about this ethnic group that has gang violence. But they didn't, you know. Oh, Good. And really quickly too, though. <laughs> There have been direct, blatant, racist attacks. Like, you know, obviously the Dylan Roof and several others where they're going into 
uh, a black church, <laughs> you know, just shoot something up, yeah. or you know, going into a Walmart in a Latino town, or I think what was it? I think maybe in Ohio there was a bowling alley where uh, predominantly older black people were playing, just doing something innocent like bowling. And just got shot up last week. There's so many incidents I can't even keep track of. But oh, yeah. when you when you overtly go after, just like with the Orlando shooting a few years ago in, in the gay nightclub, you know if you're going into a predominantly uh, black or gay or Latino establishment, what you're and you commit acts of violence, you know what you're trying to target. Like, let's be clear, you know what I mean? Yeah, you I know mean, you're doing who, that on purpose. Who doesn't when when someone's going to commit an act of violence with like either explosion um you know gun knife even rape um they have a they have a picked out victim you know usually they do their homework and case them they either case the area case the person you know they have a plan whether either super intricate or loosely put together one way or another yeah 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 i just i just wish that people would would be more equal with their outrage when it comes to types of violence it's like people were talking all that shit against you know oh well you know we have COVID 19 and black lives matter where was the same outrage from that same side when the proud boys marched on dc for the for the uh the presidency that trump lost even though they thought that he won which he obviously didn't win because people are fucking morons i the, the latest thing that i saw was um them saying that oh well you know, Biden only won uh, like 113 counties in America. Or something, let's say some random. I think it was like in the hundreds. Like, how did that happen? I'm like, well, the 113 that he won is where most people fucking live, you idiot. There's counties <laughs> in the Midwest where there's like not even a thousand fucking people. There's 10 yeah. million people that live in LA. 10 million. Yeah. That's more yeah. than more than a few states put together. Yes. It's very simple yeah. math here. It, it's just so. It's and. I guess it was last week or even two weeks ago, I was talking about how I was watching that, that Manhunt show about the Olympic bombing uh, that happened in, like, 96 and stuff. Like, bombings don't happen fucking every day, like, in the United yep. States, where they fucking detonate and they cause fucking destruction. I mean, luckily, it's a it's a very rare occurrence where it, where it happens, especially in, in these days in age. I mean, we had the World Trade Center bombing. You had Oklahoma City, uh, Unabomber, and then you had... Uh, uh, the Olympic one or whatever. And then other, I mean, that's what five that I can think of in my lifetime where bombs have like gone off. I'm sure there's more that I don't, I can't pull off the top of my head, but this was fucking major. This is like in the, in the 24 hour news network and the media, I mean, obviously the president, I have low fucking expectations for whatever dirt, 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 low expectations for but it's like, I don't I, like, it just seemed like it was so fucking underreported. Like they're just going, I mean, obviously, yeah, we're in a pandemic and there's a lot of other crazy shit going on, but this was a fucking bomb that fucking went off. Oh. <laughs> and like it Ooh. blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Boston Marathon bombing, which was only yes, yeah. Yeah. routine. Forgot about they that. They made a movie bad. about that shit. That shit was yeah. fucked up. That, that was with Mark was Wahlberg. Huge. How's your mother? Yeah. Oh, how's your mother? I forgot about the Boston one. Yeah, the Boston that'll probably be the next bad. season of Manhunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean that it doesn't happen every day. 
and federal governments do a lot of good job in terms of like stopping shit like this from happening uh through whatever means it is that they do if they're just get flagged because you're buying like, fucking remember, hundreds like, of pounds of fertilizer he was already flagged like that and the fbi is just like yo <laughs> hold on bro he was already flagged <laughs> there you it, go exactly but, but it's, <laughs> and that's why i want that i want the media to follow up on this and be like yo what happened here how'd this slip through the cracks etc cetera, etc cetera. and it just seems like now we're just going to keep it pushing or whatever like we're going to talk about Whoa. Dude, I remember back in the day, like, there was a guy who was going to, um, there was, he, with, at the end of college down in, um, in Cupertino, there was a dude that, like, had threatened to, like, fucking shoot up the school and, like, blow it up or some shit like that, but, like, some girl who worked at a fucking photo station called in the, the FBI and they, they were going to stop the guy, and it's like, okay, something like this, something minor was stopped, but, like, this somehow slipped through the fucking cracks, which is fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> did y'all know about this group bombing? And uh, it was just before some of us, but between 1974 and 1977, there was 49 bombings throughout New York City by a Puerto Rican nationalist group. 49. Yes. They made a PBS documentary about some of that. I had no idea. Called the F-A-L-N. I don't know what that stands for, but... Mm -hmm. 49 bombings. There was one bombing that killed four people in uh, a historic area in New York. Just to be clear, some of those um, could be. I don't want to. I don't want to minimize minimalize it, but you could like have a car bombing, like you see in the mobster movies, and that's technically a bombing too. Oh, but of it, course. it's it's a little bit smaller scale. But I hear you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know how many people die from all of them because, like, sometimes the unit, like the Unabomber, he was blowing up places but he ended up killing people because he miscalculated whether people were going to be there or not still he was on all of them milk cartons for a minute Ooh, damn you know what's crazy like i actually listened to a podcast and they talked about the whole um the whole tylenol cyanide situation so uh, there was like some kind of i, I want to say he was a serial killer but basically this guy was wasting tylenol medicine with with cyanide but it was like so fucking random how he was doing it so random people were fucking dying and that's literally yeah, why you have that vacuum seal cap on your Tylenol bottles, or pretty much on everything now, to show, like, you know, this hasn't been tampered with. But it's, it's a good podcast. It was on um, Stuff You Should Know. It's it's really, really worth God damn, that's off the hook. Uh, the, the other one, real life news, I wanted to just get out there because it's, I think it's kind of important from a life lesson standpoint. Dr. Drew got that wrong. <laughs> I mean, that was my look, intro. I alluded to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I mean, obviously he's been, he's probably one of the most famous medical doctors um, that's like on TV and a celebrity for like years and years and years, going back to the Loveline days and all of that and even prior to it. He was talking a whole lot of shit for quite a few months earlier this year, uh, completely downplaying Rona. Rona caught up to his yeah, ass. That. Yeah, he, Rona caught up to his ass. Now, a lot of doctors, to be fair, um, were actually being overly cautious because this was new and saying hey because this is new let's uh let's be conservative you know let's let's try to limit let's wash our hands let's mask up he was on the polar opposite like fuck that go to the movies go to a concert lick people's faces you know piss in their <laughs> ass do whatever you want to do go to the orgy and i was like god damn dude you're a, a doctor doing this so wow go ahead 
Well, I mean, the, the problem is what, when it comes to I don't know. I mean, I know he's a medical doctor, right? But the problem is actually, what is his profession? He's he's an I MP. Think it's internal medicine. Yeah, but the problem is that he he doesn't have like a specialization in you know infectious infectious diseases. So when it mm-hmm. comes to like shit like this, like a, a new virus, I'm less likely to listen to on like a I don't want to say a run of the mill, but I'm going to say it, a run of the mill medical doctor or a general practitioner or a family doctor or fucking run the whole fucking gamut than I am going to listen to like a uh, somebody that really specializes specializes in in infectious diseases. Yep. That's what I want to know. All right, what is this infectious infectious disease doctor saying? And yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not trying to discount his his uh his doctorate him being a doctor he's definitely a, a doctor okay mm-hmm. but their specializations just like me like um i do data storage um i don't take advice from a fucking sys admin <laughs> all right so i'll just i'll leave it at that i specialize in a certain what, thing what was what was the gender of the admin yeah sys, sys <laughs> a sys s-y-s yeah, a systems man. a systems administrator because i don't administer i don't administer shit i solve problems all right and I think that's what most people they don't really seem to understand is that there's there's specializations in fields. I think it's really important to understand that there's specializations, especially in the in a doctor field. Like I, I wouldn't go to doctor. Remember all those medical issues that I had back in the day? Mm-hmm. Definitely won't, wouldn't wouldn't would not have went to to go see Doctor Drew for that. I had serious uh, <laughs> gastro and uh, GI issues, uh, yep. so I had to go see a gastroenterologist. I wouldn't expect him to know anything, anything about. Um, the, I, I would expect him to have like general knowledge about um, mm-hmm. the bilary tree and shit like that yeah. and the gallbladder and all that stuff but I would expect him to have expert knowledge and so when it yeah. comes to like a deadly fucking disease I need a goddamn expert alright on a deadly disease and it, it would have been like, totally fine especially with him being on TV for so long it would have been totally fine for him to be like hey listen I'm not this isn't my specialty I would caution you to get the experts on I, you know, I want everyone to be safe, blah, blah, blah. Just don't down, the downplaying it, like, come on, you know. Anyway, go ahead, Blue. But I was just going to say, like, lis- listening to Dr. Drew is like listening to Dr. Oz. Like, Dr. Oz, I think, is a brain surgeon, but this motherfucker is always, like, pushing this and that. It's like, you... <laughs> magic pills. You know, yeah, basically, magic pills, this and that. But, like, right when, I, right when Dr. Drew came out and talked about the whole coronavirus, I was like, I lost all respect for you, dude. Like, yeah. Like, all the, the sexual traumatic disease, diseases and this shit you talked about, like, way back in the past, like, okay, yeah, you made sense then, but, like, you don't, you, you, this isn't your fucking wheelhouse, like, shut the fuck up, let the, let the real fucking, like, I mean, I, I know he's a real doctor, but, like, what the, I don't know, does he have any patients? Like, who is he treating? Like, if, if he's not treating any patients, like, you're it, not a practitioner doctor, you're just doctor by I, I, degree? To be fair, I think he does have probably a small practice uh, of patients somewhere in the L.A. area, but the primarily his job, <laughs> yeah, primarily uh, most of his income is coming from TV doctoring. But go ahead. True, but I'm pretty no, sure I'm like, he was I'm... counseling uh, celebrities with addiction because he did have the uh, well, yeah, think, the so celebrity so far, rehab thing because he so was able to run his practice. In many, in many focus on medicine doctoring which makes you think of like you know he deals with like people who are all like the does drugs and this and that but i can't find like what what kind of medical field he's in i've heard people say it's like it's sort of like a joke but uh 
What do you call the person that finished last in med school that had the lowest GPA? A doctor. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You still get that fucking certificate. So, I mean, you could have been the fucking... We, we've all been the advanced classes, whether it's college or whatever, with some people that... Yo, that, they were fucking stupid, but they got a fucking degree in whatever fuck it is that we're majoring, but you wouldn't trust them to fucking build a sandcastle, but they're, they're a fucking engineer. Well, I mean, <laughs> right. well, let's, let, okay, let me, let me dial back some of this a little bit, because I mean, we're all talking shit against Dr. Drew. Um, he's given out a lot of really good advice throughout, throughout history. I mean, Jesus Christ, he was on Loveline, and he gave out a lot of really good advice on Loveline, especially Ooh, when he yeah. gave out, like, sexual fucking health and shit like that, and... Uh, some mental health shit too, and just like general health um, advice to like a lot of people. So I don't want to discount him as like saying he's like a fucking um, a hack. Like a hack. Yeah, he's not a total hack, but he made a huge mistake on this certain subject, and so he needs to be called out yeah. on that. But I I don't think that he's a, a hack in general. I think he did a lot of good work. He just fucked up, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I think that I he should have erred on the side of caution. When it came, especially when you see the the cases mounting, I mean, today we, we passed the t- the twenty million infected mark, and we have over three hundred fifty thousand people uh, dead in America. When you know it was downplayed from the beginning, it was it, they they were saying in the beginning it wasn't even hundred thousand, it's gonna be way less yep. than that. And then they kept bullshitting us, and and then they were trying to tell us that it was gonna be uh, forty million uh, vaccines by the end of the year. Then it's then it's supposed to be twenty million. Motherfucker, we're not even at goddamn fucking five million. That are vaccinated. You know what I mean? They keep bullshitting us, and people just keep believing these people. And it's like he now he's caught up in that whole shitstorm, and unfortunately yeah. he deserves it because you fucked up and you got to take them lumps. But I'm not gonna say that he's a total hack. He just fucked up on this certain thing. Yeah, and a, a lot of people kind of fucked up on this thing too because, like, I think Anderson Cooper he talked about how this is just like the flu and blah blah blah. But then once people start getting affected, like he he kind of backpedal on his fucking story. I mean, it, it becomes a thing. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I'm totally okay with people saying, hey, you know, uh, I got more information, changed my mind and all that. It, it, it is, as we've all said, it's a little bit disappointing when you're talking about someone who is a doctor not acting in the best interest of being cautious and whatnot mm-hmm. and do no harm. But, yeah, I, I listen to Loveline. I'm, I'm all on, on board that that in general, was really good advice on sexual health and just overall, even addiction health stuff. So, I, I get all that, but... It, it, it's, still, it's Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's disappointing. It, it, it's disappointing because it's someone that you a lot of people respected and looked up to. That's, yeah. that's what it is. I mean, he had this one fuck up, but I mean, he could definitely go the fucking Giuliani route. I mean... Oh, no, Jesus. You know, I mean, Giuliani was super well respected. Yeah, and, and he fucked, he's fucking his whole life up for fucking nothing. So I hope Dr. Drew says his, you know, apologies <laughs> or, you know, whatever he needs to do to, like, kind of, you know, really make up for, like, the things that he said and then he's got. I hope I hope he's he's going to be okay. So He's still tweeting. Oh. So he's not, he's definitely not dead, I hope. Um, I hope he doesn't go the. Donald Trump route where he got it and was like, oh, it was nothing, and I'm living my best life. I'm the healthiest I've ever fucking been. Like, no, dude, you gotta, like, tell the real fucking story. You almost lost your fucking life. Yeah, it, it, it looks like he, he's being pretty truthful on, on, on Twitter, but, I mean, he's just gotta own up. He made a mistake, man. It's, it's infectious, you know, hopefully you don't have very negative uh, consequences, and then people that 
keep keep thinking this is a binary thing of like either you're gonna live and be fine or just die. It's not fucking true. So please stop believing in that shit. There's fucking UFC fighters, UFC fighters, young men that are fit as fuck. That like who is it? I forget the guy's fucking name, but he had to reschedule his fight like three fucking times because his lungs have not recovered from COVID yet. Exactly. And it's like this is so stop thinking about it. It's just like oh. Either you get it and you're fine, or you're going to fucking... No, there's, these things can affect you for the rest of your fucking life and possibly take away your career or the way you normally live your life. Um, but you're just willing to take that risk because some orange guy told you that it's okay, or Dr. Drew might have told you that there's no real risk that you can have um, you know, herd immunity when we all know that you can get reinfected with this. We all know this. Yeah. Well, like, the perfect example would be Alyssa Milano. Like, she, she's been out on the field talking about her her tradition where she talked about how like you know she still have difficulty breathing like she's losing fucking clumps of hair out of her head like this this has really impacted her like i think she lost her her sense of taste as well and it hasn't came back like a lot of people like um one of the radio shows i listen to one of the guys he's like super cautious he's like constantly like, even my one of my mentors actually got COVID. and he's like he's um he's a medical I can't remember what his title was, but he was dispatched to help out with the whole coronavirus thing, and like he got affected because of his uh, being deployed. But um, yeah, like you know, like losing your taste and never getting it back, like that's probably like probably one of the worstest things. It's like, dude, I can't, I can't taste my taste. Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's not good. It's you not know, good. Like, like I said, with Melissa Milano, like she's the perfect example of a celebrity who, like, she she has like it's hard for her to breathe at certain times, and like. You know her physical like she's losing clumps of her hair like there's there's a good side to it and there's like the bad side but then there's also the in between where like you know your life isn't going to be the fucking thing anymore going forward yep yeah and it, it's, uh, it's it's especially hard to understand for young people because they think i mean we're all young before well you're not young yeah. now but you know you have this feeling of invincibility until something bad happens you know like i, yeah. I felt like nothing could bad happen to me until like i got seriously injured and it's just like oh Okay, like these things you're can happen mortal. to anybody. Yeah, like you're not in, you're not going to live forever, hundred percent. And mm -hmm. you, there are things that are worse than death. <laughs> so, somebody please turn off. Thank you. Is that yeah, a, there, there, that? there are things that are worse than death. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, go ahead. Give the like really quick. Um, Another aspect, did y'all hear about Jeremiah, the R&B singer or whatnot? Jeremiah? Uh, is it Jeremiah? I thought it was pronounced Jeremiah, not Jeremiah. But okay. Is it the guy who remember that name? Hmm? Is it the guy who sings that, that song? Uh, he's he's he sings Southside or whatnot. But, uh... Is he the one who yeah. had, like, the, the treadmill when they're, like, in the music video? That's Jamiroquai. That's Jamiroquai. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, taking it back to the Virtual early 2000s, late 90s. Um, but yeah, the singer, so he's 33, he caught COVID-19, and he ended up on a ventilator. And he just updated uh, that he he's doing kind of better, but there's rumors that he had some severe, severe damage to his body. But he's saying, he's out there saying from a, a, a hospital bed, he's on Instagram saying, you know, Take care of yourself. Mask up. This was no joke for me. He'd been in the hospital for weeks, weeks. There, Not a couple days, weeks. 
what pisses me off is you still have, and it's not, I'm not saying this is, oh, just a rural thing. No, this is all over, California included. Folks that will just do these storming parties into a, a Walgreens or a Target, massless, like demanding, I need I need to get in, and blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. I got my, I got my Twisted Tea ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. We haven't learned. We're very selfish with no empathy and, and a lack of understanding on science and a hatred towards experts. This none of this shit had to go down as as, as fucked up as it is, and I you know try what? to I try to detach myself from it uh, from the news cycle every now and again just to take a breath. But holy oh. shit, man, it's, it's, it's the birthday. It's the birthday sex it was guy. Really funny. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. Yeah, with birthday like, sex. Yeah. With the, with the oh, there you go. With the Spanish flu, with the Spanish flu, like they use masks to protect each other. And like literally a hundred years later, we're doing the same fucking thing. Wearing masks to try to protect each other. We're so stupid. And we still got the same motherfucker saying like, "Oh no, masks is gonna work," and blah blah blah. I'm gonna have to explain to my grandchildren that people died of stupidity in 2020. <laughs> literally mm-hmm. a fucking stupidity. Like, this is so fucking like I can't understand how we have how the human race has existed up until this point. When we can't stay at home and wear something to cover our face, people get so mad about it. It's just like, are, are, are you for real? Like, it's not hard to do. Like, I understand that central workers and all that shit, but come on. People get mixed up the concept of being slightly inconvenienced with freedom <laughs> yeah. in public fucking health or whatever. It's, it's exhausting to even, like, wrap my brain around, but it's just like... For the for the greater good of society, can you please do that? No, 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 no. That's not my free choice. Uh, You're I have rights. My freedom. I have yeah. rights. The Constitution right. says I can do this or whatever. So I, fuck you. Fuck can't you. take away my fuck, First Amendment right. Fuck your the feelings. Twenty twenty. The the thing that gets me is that at the same time, you're absolutely right about all that sentiment, Stitch. But at the same time, we call ourselves we collectively call ourselves this christian nation and so the 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 evangelicals and the uber christian folks and the bible thumpers really and truly those are the ones who i'm just like really you you're you're okay with endangering other strangers lives what type of what part of the bible is that no, no, it's it, well on Christianity, and that'll be a long fucking podcast when we go down that hole in terms of hypocrisy, in terms of how Christians are supposed to treat one another or whatever. I mean, that's a that's a yeah. laughable concept in terms of how people call themselves Christians but do complete opposite things and can't even treat people equally because yeah. they don't look like them. They don't have the same fucking beliefs politically or fucking ethically as, as somebody else or whatever. I mean, that, that shit's been going on since the fuck, way before we got here. Big truth. <laughs> so, Big truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're fucking, I mean, their, their Messiah is a, a Middle Eastern guy at best. Yes. Yes. Probably a black guy. And, <laughs> seriously. But, uh, y'all want to bullshit from your magical book, you know, and pretend that you can all of a sudden just put all these you know people that are brown that are you know immigrants put them in cages and it's fine where 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 show me in the bible where it says it's cool to put kids in cages there's a lot of fucked up shit in the bible i mean along with like you know selling your your daughters to people and shit like that but (laughs) tossing immigrants in cages was not one of them you know it's but 
That's why I, I, I'm going to stop. Yeah. I'm going to get angry. Yeah, yeah no, I, I get it. I get it. Actually, yeah. Uh, talks about, like, a slave and shit like that, so, I mean. It does. It, it, it does. Um, should, can we save uh, the soul? I, I know we went deep on Wonder Woman. Can we save soul for next week? I still, I'm still uh, trying to say. I haven't watched it yet. I okay. Oh really? I mean, Soul for me was better than One Woman, uh, I, I really yeah. enjoyed that movie. Pe- some some people that kind of go a little bit too deep into like racist issues, they had a problem with part of the movie. But I'm just, I don't give a fuck. I thought it was very enjoyable, especially the barber yeah. shop scene. Yeah, that shit had me. That shit had me rolling. Let the rest of let, let's save it for next week, and uh, by then, hopefully, all five of us will have seen it and whatnot. Um, should, so, should we so, wrap it off? Go ahead. I was gonna say, well, how was everyone's Christmas? I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I'm gonna say that too. It's shit like that. Yeah, let's talk about Christmas. So we talk about bombings and shit like that. Like, <laughs> all right. What was bomb about your Christmas? <laughs> uh, oh my God. Uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas here was was fun. Uh, just sort of uh, did our kind of tradition, or at least my oh, sort God. of tradition, in terms of like where baby wakes up or, or kid wakes up and sees the presents all underneath the tree. I where I grew up, there weren't presents underneath the tree unless they got like from like distant family members or whatever. But like direct family members, we would I would wake up on Christmas Day and poof tree is fucking overflowing with, with gifts yeah, or whatever that's, so that's what we do that's what we kind of do we, we, we waited for uh <laughs> we waited for the kid to go down and then i just started wrapping gifts throwing them under the tree and all kinds of stuff and uh it was kind of funny because like i was the last one to go to sleep but i was like the first one up and storm was just like she, it was like one of the few times she just slept in it was probably like the latest she ever slept in and i'm like up i'm like yo is going on with the baby like she she alive (laughs) (laughs) this is the one time you're supposed to be up it was like yeah normally she's up around like seven ish eight ish ready to go it was like nine o'clock i'm just like looking at my my watch and like lila was asleep too and i'm just like i guess they they just rested in but they fucking need it because well no i was i was checking the baby's been yeah she was being crazy all that week or whatever but i was like of all the days you want to sleep in today but uh, she enjoyed it. It was fun watching her try to go through the wrapping paper. I would like help her like open it up, and of course she she'd open it up, and then you would just put like the wrapping paper in her mouth, kind of thing, and all kinds of funny shit. But uh, it it was good to see that whole thing play out, and uh, emptied out all the data on my GoPro, so I recorded like the entire process from from beginning to end, which was uh, really cool. But it, it was a great time, fun time. Cool. So. Yeah, it, mine was uh, was pretty cool. Um, I got a really cool present from my oldest daughter. Um, she made me a painting. I'm going to show it to all of you. Oh, shit. You oh, that. shit, that's legit. That's pretty cool. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so this is uh, End of the Spider-Verse uh, painting. It's basically all the characters from End of the Spider-Verse. It's uh, Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Spider-Pig, uh, Penny, Por- oh, I'm sorry, Penny Parker... And uh, Spider-Man Noir. So, if you mm-hmm. are not watching the, the live stream, it's a really cool painting. Yo, she should, like, do some Etsy shit with that, like, with her artwork. That's <sighs> really good. Bruh, like, I, I tried to, like, get her to do that, and she thinks there's no money in it. I'm like, I would pay for this. 
So, oh, oh, oh yeah. The what? fuck you talking I know about? at least I know at least forty nerds yeah. that would pay for that. And, and she can make jewelry. Yeah, I want to buy it. She can make jewelry and sculptures and all this other stuff, but she doesn't yeah, she did, <clears throat> Didn't she do a bust of uh, Thanos once? Yeah, she did a bust of Thanos and one of uh, Link as well. And she oh, makes shit. actual like jewelry stuff, like really intricate jewelry, but um, she doesn't think there's money in it. But I'm like, there's there's money there. Like you have a skill yeah, that I, I wish I fucking had. <laughs> like seriously, for real. I mean, dude, that making that it, is I mean, convention making level stuff. Like, stuff. Making stuff here and there. I mean, that's easier. But when you have like a lot of customers that want shit by this fucking date, I'm pretty sure that shit can get stressful. Oh, well, so, I mean, she can make this a print. You know. Mm. Hey, she could she could like do one artwork print now and just have like artwork wrap or whatever. Yeah, I guess we can do that. Yeah, and it, I'm, if, gonna, I'm gonna text her and be like, hey, make me something cool Batman related. <laughs> and if you're looking in the background, that uh, right there, that Hulk is her. That's also her artwork. Yeah. Hulk. So Hulk. yeah, I can't yeah. see it on your. You don't see it in the camera. Okay. Can't cut off. Okay, well the other folks can they can see it. Um, and if you look at the other paintings, like the other ones, are they're all K-Mac, So she's a. Oh yeah, I can see those. Yeah. No, no. If you if I'm watching a YouTube video, you can't see it. It's like on the other side of the curtain. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, Chris is pretty relaxed around here. Actually, my um, if you don't know, this Venus and I are expecting our first son. We're having a boy, and um. My unborn child got more gifts than I did. <laughs> yeah, there you like, go. Uh, my mom, my mom dropped off like so. Like it, my mom dropped off clothes. But what's cool about like my mom, like I wasn't really expecting her to like to do certain things, but <clears throat> she was actually smart. So she dropped me off like some clothes for like a newborn. She she basically dropped off clothes for every stage of the kid's life. So she, it wasn't like she dropped off all clothes for newborn. So it's newborn, zero to three, three to six, nine to. 9 to 12, 12 to 18 months, like, it was a different variety, because, like, I'll, like, all the videos and friends and stuff have told me, like, yeah, that first, that, anything newborn, you probably need, like, eight outfits, that's it, like, you just, <laughs> the kid will wear it, and you'll wash it, like, that's all you need fucking need, and after that, like, the kid grows so fucking fast, like, yep. you don't need, like, a whole bunch of clothes and shoes, and this and that, and this and that, but, um, yeah, so, we just, this was pretty relaxed, we went to her brother's house, hung out with her family, my mom, my mom came over the next day. Um, I was actually surprised. My mom came over. She's like, "Where's my sweet potato pie?" I'm like, "Sweet potato pie." She's like, "Why do you up. make sweet potato pies?" I'm like, "I forgot. <laughs> I seriously, I seriously forgot to make sweet potato pies." Yeah. Like, you, you tell her I get one. But, I got uh, one. But on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, because my my brother texted me. He's like, "Hey, did you make any sweet potato pies?" I'm like. No, like, no, and then make it into the pies. Like, come on, man, I'm not a fucking drug dealer. Like, <laughs> got what but, uh, I need. I got these cheeseburgers, bro. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, anyway, so, I mean, the sweetest and I were talking about, like, with our son on the way, we're trying to think of, like, traditions and this and that. Like, for me, like, growing up as a kid, like, you know, Christmas Eve, you open up one gift, and that's it, and then tomorrow you open up the rest of the gifts. But for her, you open up all your gifts on Christmas Eve, and then, like, the next day, like, yeah, I guess you go visit family and stuff like that. I'm like, whoa, that's, like, weird, but I guess, I mean, that makes sense because you're visiting other people, so you don't have time to open up gifts, so that, that all makes sense, but we're just mainly trying to figure out what we're going to do for tradition in our household, trying to combine, like, you know, black family, Latino family, like, how can we make that intermingle, 
But um, make tamales. After with spinach. <laughs> tamales. The best. Greens. Man, like I've, Nancy's auntie makes tamales and they are the bomb. Like, like they're literally little little presents and stuff like that. I'm like, and she wants to learn how to make tamales, but it's like a, it's almost like a like a craft. Like you 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 have to like put your soul into making these tamales to make them fucking taste good. You don't want no run. I, like, I had some bad fucking tamales. Like some tamales, I was like, oh shit, this is fucking gross. Like, but um, no, we're you know we're still working it out. So I figured it out, but like. We're we're trying to figure out like how like are we gonna like tell a kid there's a Santa Claus and this and that like I don't know it's just there's a lot of debate and discussion going on right now but we'll we'll see how it all plays out next year. But we are my son's gonna know Batman is real. No, no, there you go. No, I can't, I can't do that. Batman was there'd be no crime if Batman was real. Oh man, hold on. So I have to. Jesus Christ, uh, Prodigy, the only person I can that can relate on this. I lost the this the Santa Claus bullshit um, with my kid with with Riley. Like, oh, I, I, I didn't want to tell her about oh, Santa man. Claus. I was like, Santa Claus is fucking bullshit. I'm like, I don't want to do this fucking stupid ass. I'm gonna lie to you saying that some fucking random ass dude that you don't know gave you a present, and I, I lost. I, I'm not Uh-oh. happy about it. Because Uh-oh. that whole side of the family was just like, oh, we're going to do the fucking Santa Claus thing. You heard about it from, from school. I need a Santa present. I'm like, motherfucker. Santa Claus doesn't exist, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm lying now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What the fuck? You're torn. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I hear you. I, I, my daughter actually tried to argue with me a couple times on it. And I was just like, look here. Uh, you, you see, we got a fake chimney over here because yeah. we, we were in the old place. Bro, we don't know? even have a fucking chimney. We don't even have a fucking fireplace. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like, "And do you know how big the Earth is?" Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I broke it down. God but damn. yeah, but but, but it's a double. <laughs> it's a double. Crackhead. It's a double-edged sword because my uh, my preschool when my eldest son was in preschool, he sure That's did awful, hurt man. a lot of kids' souls with like. Fuck them. You kids. believe in that bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like lying to, to I don't like lying to kids like why are you gonna lie yeah. to them like that like Santa Claus doesn't exist why are we bullshitting yep I feel it I feel it uh old did you went up to sack I think yeah I went to sack really quick uh so I finally got something <laughs> that I got that I thought I was gonna get <laughs> Uh, I thought I was going to get this like in 2019 because two of these guys on this podcast said they're going to have a gumbo cook-off and who's oh, going to have the better gumbo and that shit well, never right. happened. Well, I mean, that's the uh, road, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said 2019, not oh, 2020. 2019, okay. Yeah, 2019. All right, 2019. We, 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 we Yeah. You've been you've been saying you were gonna beat Battletoads and put it out in the public or whatever. I never you time out. Wait, I said pulled your card. No, he didn't because I said I beat it. I never said I was going to post it. I never said because I don't have the game anymore. Wait, wait, old old ninja, are you breaking? Wait, 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 old ninja, are you breaking an oath? I don't do what you do. Shut the fuck up, Prodigy. How fucking hold on? How dare this motherfucker talk about breaking nose? This musty mouth motherfucker. Talk about breaking nose. Stick that shit. 
I'm just asking questions here. I'm just asking questions. Where my twisty T at? Where my twisty T? I'm about to chuck this. Make this hit you right in the face. Fucking chaos. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. We are passing cans of twisted T through the internet. I got my digital copy right here. That's what I get for playing Cyberpunk. Yeah, I got to see family. I got, you know. I got uh, my niece a bunch of stuff that she was, I guess, happy to get. I don't know. She got a bunch of stuff that a lot of other children would not, what the fuck probably is not fortunate to get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. No, she was just like, um, uh, she'd open stuff and be like, okay, thank you. And then move on to the next one, tear it open. Oh, that's great. Thank you. And then move on to the next one. She didn't stop to like kind of appreciate stuff. She just wanted That's what to a just kid like, does. Yeah, she just wanted to just tear through everything. I was just like, uh, okay, sure. You know, but yeah, you know I funny? got to eat some gumbo. Uh, I got to watch my niece open up her gifts and whatnot. And uh, I watched, uh, you know, Wonder Woman uh, with the with the folks a little bit and got to hang out for a little bit and let them know that you know I kind of wore I wore a mask when I was over there. So and then uh, you know. Try to make sure I I was washing my hands like quite frequently and stuff. Try to be as safe as possible, and uh, didn't go nowhere. Uh, it was it was a little weird because uh, people were stopping by to bring my parents gifts, and we didn't expect that, so we had to like kind of uh, make adjustments. Leave that shit at the door like Amazon. What the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But like some of them were little like neighborhood kids. Uh, my mom's a teacher, so she had students. Like kind of drop by or whatnot, so it was kind of. In the Hager house, yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, I was kind of, no, in the spot. No, they were leaving gifts, so it was kind of like it's kind of hard to tell a kid get the fuck out of here when your mom's around. Oh, it's it's not easy. around. It's like fuck you. Kid. It's real easy fuck to do. People are worried about everything, but you just gotta do consequences. You can say fuck mm-hmm. them kids all day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's all bad. So yeah, uh, you know the Indians got gifts of blankets. You know what I mean? I'm just. <laughs> mm-hmm. God dang. But yeah. It was like, if you if know, I ever work for Amazon for the holidays, I'm gonna dress like Santa Claus when I drop off boxes. Oh, that'd be <laughs> awesome! Like, Come on, this is, this is what really fuck is going on. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that was it. Oh, um, we got we got silent. We got dead air. I feel like no, this, this is this is a very strange podcast because we only talked about like literally three things, and, yeah. we're almost <laughs> yeah. at, and we're almost at three hours. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. I'm, I know. Let's, let's wrap it up. So, hold on. Before we, before we wrap it up, I'll keep this short. But episode 300 is coming up in four fucking episodes. So that's four weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a drunk cast. So you guys have Why a not? consensus. Um, I would also like to open it up to um, the listeners and viewers. If you would like to be on the podcast and have some drinks with us, virtually, obviously. Um, hit us up at uh, be the BTI at gmail.com. There you and go. We will but well, I'll give you a caveat if you bring in some bullshit on the live stream, we will kick you the fuck out immediately. Hell yeah. So if you want to come and like hang out and be cool, we're good. If you want to come and bring some bullshit, you can kick the fuck out. So, Twisted style. Yeah. What was the name of that idiot guy that we had on the cast like years ago? Yeah, we don't ago. talk about him no more. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't say his name. He who shall not be named. Yeah. We got trolled by a celebrity using his name because of that. So I'll, I'll, That was great. I'll, I'm going to name some listeners by name. 
Um, only because I've never seen them. I'm sorry, I've seen one of them. But we haven't had, like, a chance to chat, like, for any decent amount of time. Uh, my High Blurred, I have not seen at all. I've never talked to him in my life. Um, locally, Warrior Fella, I've met in person, but he's never been on the podcast. Longtime listener. Um, I would love to have Clint the Bartender on as well. Um, yes, yes. I would love to have... Uh, shit. Get, uh, Pre-recorded live, I'd love to have them on. Yeah. STS podcast. Oh, shit. Um, I would love to have on, uh, shit, his old, yeah, that's the, the whole cast from pre-recorded live. I'd love to have on, um, comic news. Yes. Comic news. I was going to say they stopped doing their podcast because of, yeah, Kevin and the other guys, uh, yeah. Any, everybody that, that knows us that, that does podcasts and listeners hit us up and we can do this all together and we'll have fun and just. Have a bunch of drinks together. And uh, we need Cake Man on here for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cake Man's got to be on. Yeah, and Dirty, and, um, Dirty Stew. I was going to say Dirty Stew, but you know, the yeah. FCC won't let us have Dirty Stew on. Here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they kick his ass right back to Scotland with that shit. He's, he's uh, mad. Crazy time difference. You'd be like five yeah. in the morning for him. Yeah. yeah it'd be kind of cool to bring on some like previous guests too. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, like, I'm talking about like Cakeman and um and uh God, Professor X, Professor oh, yeah. Dingusting, mm-hmm. uh, Cakeman, one of them. Um, even I mean we got the uh, the Fireman. Yeah. Is that the, the yeah, yeah. your brother with mine? Yeah, and Mr. So even bringing back X. like even even bringing back um Earth Girls are easy. That'd be fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd I be could... actually pretty interesting. Well, that would be interesting because we're in the same room, or in the same household. <laughs> but we could when we have a toddler. To, well, we could we could do it. I I can we can have her make a special appearance. So yeah, we'll work some stuff yeah, out. Uh, let's let's wrap let's wrap it on up. But before before we do, uh, literally because the new year is coming, I I think it's time as of next week to put out the golden eggplants yes. for people yeah, to vote on. Yes. So, uh, oh, uh, actually, Stitch, what you got popping this week? Uh, I plan on just chilling, playing Ghost of uh, Shishima. Uh, Do you like it? I oh, I love it. What, what are you so playing it on? So on the uh, side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with the twenty six hundred Atari. Oh, he's, he's licking his shots. I hope it's short circuit on your ass. Look at this dude. Look at this dude. You still using? Oh, look at this dude. Still using Trojan condoms. <laughs> I should put on a monocle and a top hat while I play the flip the stable. We we need to eat the one percent. It's amazing. Um I love the game. I wish I had have played it like when it first dropped. That way, I could have just been like in that whole active discussion. So it's like, I or whatever. And I did a pretty good job because I knew I was going to play it to like not see what was going on spoiler wise. But I'm loving it so far. Um, the combat is really good. Uh, I mean, it's kind of with Spider-Man, you can kind of button mash your way through some stuff, um, even though obviously you need to dodge and it's a there's a good bit of button mashing going on. This you have to block and parry, or you're gonna get fucked up. Like, <laughs> this, yeah. and it's gonna ask you, 
do you want to go to easy mode? Because you're struggling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, Sam. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Gotta work that too. Yeah, even even with like the different uh, the the stands is like the water stance and the um, the it, it's really good in terms of water like, stuff you can water stone wind. Uh, right. yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, uh, and some of the stuff I'm I'm still trying to figure out because I wanted to like, for example, when you sort of walk up into this like new area, it'll be like yo challenge guy or whatever. And be like. <laughs> I'd rather just like silently kill these motherfuckers and then like it kind of I don't even know if it's part of the story or if it was like a warning it's like yo that's kind of unhonorable how you'd be jumping off roofs and stabbing people like uncle said you need to do this with honor and I'm like is it trying to like am I gonna get penalized if I keep doing this, this like <laughs> stealthy ninja shit or whatever so I was just like all right I'll go along with it I challenge you or whatever I just walk up like I'm some fucking badass knock on the door and be like yo bring your best guy we're gonna have that that duel off where it's like you gotta release the triangle button. I was like, this is pretty dope. Loving, <laughs> absolutely loving the game. I still got a long ways to go, but I'll probably end up playing it tonight. And then, uh, other than that, uh, I did win one of my fantasy football leagues. I'm really happy that I won this one because um, it's a lot of people like I went to college with that are actually a. Uh, football and some of them actually played in the nfl so it's like they legit know their football shit and stuff like that and like i think i'm the only one that did not play division one football or play in the league that's in it and uh yeah. i ended up winning that stuff and so it's, it's kind of cool because it's like i'm sort of out of my element in terms of like some of the stuff that we're talking to because well, we were playing we were playing oh, no, uh, talk some shit bro you can do that now you fucking Wait. won talk some shit <laughs> <laughs> What are they gonna do? Wait, beat I, you I, up? No, fuck that! You won. It's like I'm the nerdy like Moneyball guy or whatever, like that never played or whatever. But like they respect me because like, uh, I know my shit. But I didn't actually fucking get out on the field. So I, I maintain that level. That means like, they should be embarrassed. Embarrass with, them. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like it's like that kid like, was really good at Call of Duty and shot a gun for the first time. Fucking so started crying. <laughs> it, it's it's like all right, I'm in a club that I probably shouldn't be in, but they all respect me here, so I'm just gonna sit here and chill or whatever. <laughs> so it's kind of like I'll, I'll do that. I'm I'm happy I won. Normally, if it was any other fantasy league, I'd be fucking memeing it up and photoshopping their heads on on dead bodies and all kinds of shit, but taking my, my victory uh, very humbly and stuff. So that's pretty much what I got going on. And then uh, obviously New Year's just for the first time in a long time, just going to sit here and watch the TV count down to zero. <laughs> I guess yeah, and just drink champagne. So who knows? There you go. Blue, but, what you got? No, you got to drink the champagne while playing your PS5, bro. You know what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Fancy. <sighs> um... As far as this weekend, or at least, so tomorrow, not tomorrow, tomorrow's New Year's Eve for the New Year's countdown. This means I really like what states talked about. We're just going to stay at home. Um, I don't know. We should probably do like a Zoom or some kind of Google Hangout where we get everybody together my, kind of on the fucking ball. My sister has a thing that's coming together. I'll send you an invite. Oh, no, she sent me an invite. I saw that. She sent it to me, too. I just 
I thought it was for like something I have right now, but no, I, it's yeah. for it's for um, three years. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think it starts at like 11:30 tomorrow, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's see. Um, but um, yeah, so just you know, we're just waiting for um, for Baby Blue to get here. Um, the sweetness will be in her officially. She'll be in her third trimester this Friday. So literally, nice. she will end. She will start the new year in her third trimester. It is kind of nice. kind of crazy how it all works out. So when she's done, but, does she um, get the Triforce? Is that how that works? <laughs> I hope so. I was like the little diamond show. I'm like, in <laughs> but um, no, we're like we're really we're really excited about the baby coming and like you know how life is. Like it's funny because like we went from being like boyfriend girlfriend to being like a couple to being like a like like we got married and now we're gonna eventually be a fucking family, which is like whoa. Which is which is fun crazy. But um one crazy thing is that like um I, I was just thinking about this earlier, how my my son would never experience the feeling of waking up on Christmas Day to a new video game console. Just because since I'm a fucking gamer too. Like <laughs> and when a game comes out, I already I'm got that shit. <laughs> so like my kid would never experience that feeling of like Oh my god! I got a PlayStation Eight. Like, holy shit, Dad, you're the greatest. Greatest. I'm like, I just gonna be like, oh shit, a PlayStation Eight coming out. I'm buying that shit right fucking now. <laughs> but, uh, no, just just thinking of that and like, um, I don't know, just like just mainly trying to think about what we're gonna do in the future and like the whole kind of situation and that this and that. But um, yeah, other than that, we're chilling, relaxing. Shooting some b-ball outside of court. God damn it! <laughs> real, uh, real, real quick, uh, and it's it's so funny because um, I remember Mishka said that, uh, and I get maybe it's a different dynamic when you have like a son versus a daughter, but Mishka always said that like the daughter will render you like fucking powerless or whatever. And so like I was holding Storm, and she's got now like her bottom teeth are there and her top two are growing in, so I'm holding her and she just like chomped on me like a fucking thing I, I was like ouch and I was like no and then she looked at me and her face turned completely upside down and started like frowning I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry <laughs> I have no power here I was just like, I was like fuck I was like it's true <laughs> or whatever because because Bishke would always tell me that uh Logan would have uh no power over you but Reese or whatever can fucking do whatever the fuck she wants there's a, there's a lot of truthiness that I'm not going to get into. <laughs> it's it, it's it's hard. Quick little shout out to uh, to Markeisha for uh, not Mickey. What? Oh God, Mish, Mishka for hooking up with the fucking banana pudding. Because holy shit, I devoured that shit. Like that was like literally. <laughs> if I had to wish on in my hand, I probably would wish for that. I didn't get any. That's all you wish for. There's banana pudding. Well, okay. we got some, but I, I don't. I didn't get any. I think it's all gone. What, I mean, I live with three girls. I mean, that's... You know. There you go. <laughs> Cronus, what you got popping this week? I am... Uh, beyond the Rona, this has been, like, one of the most difficult years of my entire fucking life. So, if y'all didn't know me, obviously all you guys know me personally, on a personal level. Y'all know the shit that I went through this year. And it's been fucking really rough. So, it's not just the Rona... I'm just glad that I can put this fucking year behind me 
and uh, just go forward because this year was fucking bullshit um, for like a, a lot of fucking reasons. So I'm looking forward to just just moving on and hopefully next year will be better. I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. It could be just more of the same fucking bullshit. Um, but you never know. So I'm, I'm hoping that next year will be better. Um, and that shit will just kind of stabilize and, and be okay. But, you know, it's hard. Like, we're li- like people are talking about, oh, you know, 2021 is going to be so much better. You don't fucking know. I mean, the, nope. the, run, the run is going to still be there next year. It'll be there on fucking the 1st. It'll be there in fucking February. It'll be there in March. It'll be there in fucking, you know, April, May. It's still going to be here. And that's beyond all the other fucking bullshit that people don't even, don't even want to talk about. All the effects that have happened to our children, that have happened to us personally, of like mm-hmm. having a social distance, you know, all that shit, that, that's all going to pile up. And I think that the repercussions that we're going to get from that are not going to be seen for years from now. And once they start seeing these repercussions, it's just like, yeah, this is a fucked up time to be alive. But... Also, would not want to be alive in like 19 fucking 45. So, Mm-mm. you know, because I'd have definitely probably got lynched or some shit in 1945. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm glad to still be here. I miss you guys, all of you. I wish yeah. we were in the same room again. I wish we had all bullshit again. Next year, we should be able to do that again. Yes. Hopefully next year I'll be able to do jujitsu again because that's a serious part of like dealing with my mental health issues is like being able to do jujitsu, riding a fucking Peloton bike helps, but it's definitely not like a, it's not a solid solution as far as like what I need to like vent my, vent my mental issues through physical means. So by choking somebody. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta I, choke them out. I mean, come I, on now. I, I love choking people. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's, it's great. Actually, anybody that's ever rolled with me, they know that I actually don't choke a whole lot. I actually do a lot of arm locks and fucking leg locks, but I do choke from every, every now and again. But yeah, I, I just, you know, I miss doing a lot of shit. I'm, I'm missing you guys. I want you guys to to be here in the Infinity Base, and I'm gonna keep improving upon it while you guys are gone. Um, hopefully... When the run is done, I will have a whole different setup in this room because right now it's not really great for all of us being in here. So I want to build a whole new table um, so all of us can fit in here a little bit better. Um, but I got time. So thank you, Rona. <laughs> I, got, I got fucking time to do that shit. So, yeah, I miss you guys. Uh, here's to a, a better 2021. 20, you know, it's hope yes, it's better yes. than, than, than this year. Old Ninja. All right, since I'm the last one, uh, I'm just going to quickly address everyone that's listening. Uh, We wish you a happy new year from the Black and Black Times Infinity fam. Uh, We hope that you uh, stay safe and, uh, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your family. Um, Don't try to make good decisions. I know it's kind of a dad thing to say, but I mean... Don't try to make good decisions? Can you No, I said try to make good decisions. (laughs) Don't be doing some crazy stuff and end up catching the Rona and potentially killing your whole family. Uh, that being said, uh, this week I'm actually going to be working New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. Damn. Um, it's going to be kind of weird, uh, but 
I don't plan on going anywhere. I plan on not seeing a whole lot of people. So I didn't, I'm not going to be partying or whatever. Um, uh, there is going to be Cobra Kai season three starts this yes. weekend, starts Friday. Uh, I'm going to probably going to not try to binge do a whole lot. But I'm going to try to watch some of it. Also the new segment in the uh, Transformers uh, Netflix series drops the same day. So I was really into the first season. I'm going to try to watch a little bit of that. Um, wait, gonna wait, try wait, to, did you get... watch Death of 2020? No, I'm going to watch it either tonight or early tomorrow. Yeah, everybody watch that. Sorry, recommendation for the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. It looks hilarious. Which, uh, If you don't know what it is, it's on Netflix. It has Sam Jackson, Tracy Ullman, um, a couple other people in it. It's basically them being interviewed on their 2020 and the trailer's hilarious. Uh, well, so, it's 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 basically like watching Idiocracy. It's it's not just them being interviewed. <laughs> it's like literally like a parody of 2020, but based on 2020. It, yeah, it's it really stuff. interesting. It looks hilarious. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, so I'm still playing Cyberpunk. Uh, I st- finally got to the title screen, um, and I can actually craft now, so it's weird. Uh, I'm also gonna try to. What's up? Wasn't there an update that came out for... Yeah, there's uh, been several updates, yeah, it, so... It, it did not fix a lot on my end, I'm just saying. Okay, am I? Yeah, it, it, I guess it fixed a lot of the save glitches, so... I mean, sure. Um, I'm also going to be trying to do what uh, Stitch is doing, playing more Ghost of Tsushima, because I haven't finished the game. I've only gone through a little more than halfway, so I want to try to do that. Uh, we got to get Stitch up to speed so he can be raid-ready as well, oh, yeah. so we got to do some of that multiplayer... Um, but yeah, it's going to be a very different New Year for me because I'm usually out and about. But uh, but I'm going to be working and just basically watching some of these new shows and just staying at home pretty much, just taking it easy. Well, speaking of staying at home, everybody, I have a good feeling about 2021 because it starts on Food of Friday again. So oh, we, need God to, we need to appreciate what the universe no, has in don't. store for us. No, um, we don't. That's not even appreciated except by you. God damn. Um, I, I'm still working my way through Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I really like that shit. Uh, we we got to talk about it at some point. Um, Are you Atari 2600? No, my Atari 2600. Oh, uh, okay. you, you know what I mean? With my single button and my joystick. Um, uh, the other thing, I think some more people on this show have, have watched some, some Kipo. I'm almost done with it, but god damn. I, I love that Dude. show. Oh, yeah. I'm on season three. People- People have the best fucking soundtrack for like an animated series ever. Like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, it's pretty fucking hot. It's, it's up there with like Black, with uh, not Black Dynamite, with Black Panther and fucking Into the Spider Verse. Like, both of those movies had great fucking soundtrack. People, it's up there. Like, they they have yeah. fucking K-pop. They have fucking like some fucking um, digital bar sounding music. Like, it's just, like it's fucking legit. The K-pop goes hard. Um, still watching The Expanse uh, and, and finishing off season four of that. Holy shit, I fucking love that one from a sci-fi standpoint. And of course, uh, oh, there was a, one quick uh, uh, brand new uh, anime suggestion I had uh, or recommendation. Akudama, Akudama Drive. Uh, no, I fucked that up. Akudama Drive. Sci-fi, cyberpunk. It's on Funimation. That shit is hard as fuck. It, it's already on my list for one of the top animes of this year. It really goes hard. Prodigy. And then, what? You don't say Arigato like we say Arigato. Uh, Akudanama? Akudanama? Why, why you yeah. do this? I'd be Easy. fucking up. 
You know Futanari like we Futanari. <laughs> oh, oh, God damn. No. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I got except for, yeah, Cobra Kai on, on this weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. That's we'll fucking see. Check us out, old ninja. Oh, uh, real quick. I'm going to try to watch Monster Hunter sometimes this weekend. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I know. Set terrible, your expectations. Yeah, my expectations are real low. Is it T.I. in that bullshit? Yes, he is. Oh, oh so is Ron Perlman. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, he's It's going to be crazy. Uh -huh. You just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Okay. Check us out anywhere on the internet with Beats and BTI. It's B T H A N B T I. Let's find us anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Uh, pretty much, uh, you know, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, uh, Radio Republic, SoundCloud, Player Amazon FM, Stitcher. Uh, yeah, Apple Podcasts. And then check out our, our official website binheadproduction.com forward slash B then DTI. Uh, also on Amazon, we have an app on there. Uh, be ready for these golden eggplants. Uh, Next week, we dropping them. We dropping them. It's going to be crazy. With new categories. Yeah? Yeah. Some surprises, too. Some surprises. More food? No. No. Happy New Year, everybody. Enjoy your food free 2021. Don't get it dry. Don't catch that runner. Oh. Y'all gonna keep going to ring us on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. Come on. <laughs> I ain't gotta work tomorrow. <laughs>